What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Monday Night Roski, where we go with no sheepskin, no rubber, no animal lambskin, no nothing. We go in Roski. <laughs> no Jimmy hat needed. No Jimmy hat needed. We ready to go. We got a great show for you today. These 23 petty and surprising reasons why people get divorced. All right, so um, this is definitely something that I've been talking about, and I found an article. I believe somebody found an article, a member of coach, uh, lo Coach's Locals Gang. All right, shout out to the Coach Local Gang in the building. And um, uh, somebody has found a great article, which we're going to look at, which we're going to see why new, people new, 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 actually new get divorced. Order. All right, why people actually get divorced. One of the things that I've been telling you is that people don't get divorced for the reason you think they get divorced, right? Uh, people think that if you haven't been married before, you think that that was like one thing that happened and somebody couldn't take it anymore. And I can't take it anymore. And they found you uh, penetrating your secretary on your work desk. Yeah, so Gordita, too, and they're like, how dare you? Why, how dare you cheat on me with the Mexican maid? All right. You're like, why she got to be Mexican, coach? But she is. Um, anyway, why she got to have her hair, all her trestles all tousled all over your desk? Indeed, she got to be like that. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. But people think that's why, or he had a gambling addiction, or she was a, just an alcoholic. Yo, mama's an alcoholic, right? They think it's always going to be one of these reasons, but today we're going to reveal the 23 petty reasons, petty and surprising reasons why people get divorced. And in fact, think about this. Would you actually get married? Is, is getting married in the marriage will, going over the marriage will, actually worth putting up with one of these petty reasons to get divorced. And we're going to hear from men and women, by the way. Men and women. All right. So we're going to talk about that. Also, we got Straggle with Sniggle Theater. We have a real estate broker who was, I actually covered the story before. A real estate broker who was out here scamming the public, acting like she was living better now. Coogee sweater now. And she was living the Instagram dream. Well, she got caught. And now she's behind bars. And she's been sentenced. We're going to see what that sentence is and see if you guys would be sentenced uh, the next time the PPP loan come about, right? We already told you it's a trap. Also, we're going to tell you, uh, did you guys hear that uh, C-19 is making its way back? All right, boy, we about to have an interesting new, fall. New, new, new right during the early points of the campaigns, we're about to have an interesting fall. Masks, face condoms on their way back, ladies and gentlemen, potentially. Plus a fall booster. Oh, man. We got a new variant coming out of Canada, apparently, allegedly. Oh, boy. All right. In my best Shannon Sharp voice. All right. This is going to be great. All right. This is going to be fantastic. Did y'all know y'all might possibly be locked down? Oh, boy. I better fire up my YouTube channel. Oh, boy. All right. Shannon Sharp style. C-19, the sequel, Ninja. Y'all, this order. is just pure speculation. You rumor and innuendo. But apparently, we might have a return. Oh, boy. <laughs> right? Yeah, Alex Joel. Listen, they already got it out here, man. Y'all better get ready. Get ready. That's going to be on Doom and Gloom tomorrow. We're going to cover that. And, uh, yeah. We also have um, a lady named Shan Samantha Lee going to reveal what she does for work, and she's like this. Why do 
I am sexy. All right, Samantha Lee coming in to tell us what she does for work. Shout out to Samantha Lee, somewhat going unchallenged here. What has she got now? Half a million subs? I haven't checked. But last I checked, she had passed me up on my main channel because Ninjas is thirsty. She like, why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. All right, yep, indeed. We got Samantha Lee chiming in. She's going to come over and decide if she's going to get folded up like a love letter from the second grade. All right, she want to go get her hair pulled. And we have a woman who regret getting a divorce as her husband got married to someone younger. All right, we're going to talk about that as well. Anyway, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign of the Notorious CGA on the Cash App, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel where you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. Shh, yes, you can. And uh, you're in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus, and you are in the Desert Storm Bunker with Timothy and the whole if and show and the Black Moses of this, also known as Every Woman's Fantasy, Mr. EWF, and CGAC God Allah, and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. This is Mr. Undebatable. All right, the legend killer, right? We got all kind of nicknames here and the best entertainment on YouTube. Ninja, we in here. All right, but anyway, enough braggadocio. Enough braggadocio. I come apparently, um, I come humbly to serve you. I appreciate you. Yes. All right, what do we got here? We got YouTube trash talker says, even if divorce was outlawed, I don't want the responsibility of marriage or risk being trapped. With an unhappy wife. Oh. I'm not happy. He says, I love my peace and enjoy my free agent lifestyle, but the sides XXs are never happy for long. I'm not happy. Uh, the question is, are they unhappy because they know inherently they can get out of a deal? Right? Or are they unhappy? Let's just say, you know, because um, I think Aaron Clary, Aaron Clary did a stream about were women always like this? Because we always like to look back in the past with revisionist history, right? And we look at it as his story. But um, actually, Aaron Clary did a stream where he went back and he looked up, you know, uh, you know, like Dear Abby's, but whatever that version of Dear Abby was in the 1900s. And he looked at dating columns with questions and answers from dating, and they still had bullshit back then. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it was still some BS. You know, everybody would assume that it was easier. But um, in my opinion, from my interpretation of the data, in fact, marriage was not very common. All right, marriage was not common. First of all, our population was very small. We didn't have metropolises, mostly. We had a lot of immigrants coming in. We had a lot of people going from agrarian to industrial revolution. We had a lot of people poor. We had war. And so forth and so on. In fact, the black American, the African American, was the most common, commonly married group. And that's coming out of Reconstruction and into Jim Crow. The African American was the African American, yeah, uh, men, black men married black women at one point. Uh, black men and black women were the most commonly married couples in America. Uh, look at my African American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. So marriage, and when you look at the statistics, it wasn't everybody got married. In fact, not a lot of people got state-sponsored married. People were married as such. Now, when the state got a hold of marriage, 
then people started to do it more in mass. Uh, you can thank Woodrow Wilson for all of these things and birth certificates and all the organizations, if you will, if you will. New, 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 new world um, but uh, when the state got a hold of childbirth, when the state got a hold of marriage, when the state now, then it became more common and more people got state sponsored married, right? So thus, you know, we, we assume, and then dating was a little bit interesting too because people got married younger, even than the, the, you know, the time in the antebellum South. Uh, you know, the Southern women got married early, like 15, 16. All right, that was not uncommon. And then, of course, in the North, it was not that, wasn't that high. It was like 17, 18, 19. In fact, in our country, around 1960, the common age for childbirth was 18, 19, 20, right? So we now have changed progressively in our world, right? Where everything is, we think, is uh, abnormal about marriage and relationships. We think that these are new in things, but they're actually, no, it doesn't matter. You could go back and people still have bullshit. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. All right, a lot of people were domestically partnered, right? Uh, but anyway, not a lot of people were like traditionally state married. So then when you look at marriage statistics, not a lot of people were state married. That's why, yeah. All right, somebody requested a refund in here. All right, I'll think about it. <laughs> All right, there we go right here. All right, the, I can't do anything. I'd have to do it on my phone. Interesting. All right, uh, but anyway, Ninja, don't get happy. I don't know what you're doing. All right, Corey says, we in here, coach. We in here. New, 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 new world order. All right, what are we doing here? We got our brother here, Coach Jay. He says, coach, that open relationship bid is true to Polly as well, right? Open relationships and Polly and whatnot. Joe Jones G says daily tuition for the knowledge dropper respect just a little bit. Um, yeah, man, we live in some interesting times, right? You know what I mean? And people don't realize how big of an impact uh, women's rights, you know, they used to call them uh, women's rights and uh, ERA and feminism and bra burning. They changed the direction of the culture. Essentially, uh, what they've been doing is um, what in the world is this? All right, uh, they, they changed the direction of our country in which the common age of childbirth used to be 18, now it's 28. All right, that and they did that in a short order. And, and in less than 100 years, they got that. Hey, we got our brother here. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> okay, all right. I wasn't signed in the Venmo. I was wondering what's going on here. They just want refunds. Like, I can give out refunds. Ninja, please. All right, come on, man. All right. That was, all the sales are final. And just like, I didn't mean to give that to you. Oh, what the hell? All right, that's what I told. That's what I, that's what she said. Macaroni Tony says, before you tell us the 23 item list, make sure you tell these slow ninjas in the back to get their notepad out. Shout out to you indeed. I will. I will. Evolve Reed says, CGA fold life. He says, what? The TRO trial was today. And I won case dismissed. Shout out to you. My man, <laughs> he had a temporary restraining order trial. No bueno. The ninja got a case dismissed. She hates me more than she loves the child. God dang. But you know what? In the end, they kind of won. They got the, you know, she knew it was a shot in the dark, but she wanted to see you sniveling and, 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 and begging her, please, please don't hurt me. But she wanted to get the attention you know what I mean? It was a somewhat, somewhat of a win. But congratulations to my brother. He ain't going to jail. Shout out to you. Shout out to you, fam. No, no jail for this ninja. Congratulations. 
This just be wasted everybody time with they bullshit. Going to referees. Referee my relationship. Hey, ladies, if you can't put your big girl panties on in a relationship, stop begging men to get in one. They're always begging men to get into a relationship, and then they get one, and then they want everybody but themselves to referee the damn thing. All right, I need a counselor or a judge. Referee my relationship. He he ain't acting right. He ain't acting right, man, please. Men just don't want to get into relationships if all you're going to do is run to other people to referee the damn thing. Like, leave me alone. I don't want a relationship. I didn't want one to begin with. It's not like I begged you to get one. You beg me to get in one. I need a commitment. I need this. I need you to start acting right. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right. Anyway, these 304s are crazy. Men need to commit. And then when they don't commit, we don't work for them. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. All right. I'm going to run to somebody. Help. Help. Help me make them act right. Make them pay me my money. He owes me money. Make them pay. <laughs> like, <laughs> nobody wants to put up with they shit. Free agent lifestyle for life. By the way, I have a poll up that says if divorce was reformed or outlawed, this is a pipe dream. Would you consider getting married today? The answer, yes or no. Um, let me see what I can got right now. We got 70% of people saying no on the free agent lifestyle channel. 73% on the notorious channel saying no. But we do have some men that'll, men that'll do it. Okay. Evolve Reed following up. He says, now I can request paternity. If the child ain't mine, I'm going to be free agent lifestyle for life. You're a huge help. Also, the Juco on hand just Liddy 24 and under. Meow. All right. Shout out to the little pieces of calico out here that we're all helping in emotionally. Sometimes we help some fixes a bind. In a bind name. Sometimes we help them fixes a bind. Sometimes we don't. And by the way, we are on un the unemployed. All right. So anyway, what are we doing here? Let's get to the day show. All right. Congratulations to Evolve Reed getting out of that TRO. And uh, let's see what we got coming up here for a topic. First topic up is going to be. Oh, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Wow. I didn't even know that was that coming up. But let's get Straggle and Sniggle Theater going. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride. All right, Dragon was Nickel Theater. We got uh, a young lady who um can't understand why she did not get hired for a job. Now it was pro the, the thing was posted by someone. I don't know if this is the actual person, but uh let's go to it. This is the person here. She was uh she's gonna tell us she didn't get hired for a job. All right, I want to hear her out. I potentially, I don't know what she's going to say. I'm reacting naturally here. But uh, here we go. Let's see what she got to say here. I feel like discrimination has gone out of hand. I was discriminated against twice tonight in less than two hours. Let me explain while I take off the makeup that... I covered myself in to appease the public eye um, to get hired at jobs that I really don't even want. Um, it's just something for me to get out of the house, you know? Oh my gosh, what in the world? Like, what? Jesus Christ. 
humanity. All right, she has tattoos on her eyeballs. She's tattooed her eyes black. And she's put face makeup, all right, foundation and concealer on to conceal the tattoos on her forehead. Ninja, oh my goodness, man, send it, send it, send it. She doesn't understand how she got discriminated against several times um, in two hours. But take a look, man. I mean, listen, <laughs> they tell you not to judge a book by its cover, but damn, you have some trauma unresolved. You're perhaps a dope fiend, too. Perhaps a murderer as well. Harley Quinn, I don't know what's going on. I mean, listen, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. And some mental illness, for sure. And some mental illness. I mean, listen, you tattooed your eyeballs, ladies and gentlemen. And she's wondering why perhaps. And she might have even cut her tongue and her teeth. She sawed her teeth down to fangs. I mean. I don't know quite what. Oh, you've tattooed your entire arm black, too. Jesus. Help me, Rhonda. Yes, you, you're going to be in trouble. Somebody's daughter. You always want, and you've got gauges in your ear. Or as Tariq Nasheed says, gorgeous. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah, man. And a bull nose ring that don't help. And you have your tat you have your tongue. Look at this, man. All right, what are we doing, man? I'm telling you. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, man. I don't know what to tell the world here, but these straggles are out of control. And your tongue looks like a pit viper. <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys, are you going to hit this? Just say she came over and just she just laid on your couch, spread eagle, and was like, drop it inside of me. Are you going to do it? Are you doing it? Like, Are you like, all right, I'm going to hit it. A hole's a hole. Are you going to hit it? <laughs> what are you doing here? Who in the world got a hold of this child, this love child, this child of God, the exorcism? The exorcist. She was like, came over and she just opened up and was like, take me, drop it in here, and I'll leave after your bus. What are you doing? All right. Some of y'all will still hit. Ninjas are still going to hit. All right. Let's go to this Dragon and Sniggle skit. Um, it's a skit of a your gym. Your, it says right here, Every Man's Dream Part 2. All right, Every Man's Dream Part 2, and it seems like this is a dream of what men would want in the gym. All right, so they want this certain thing to happen in the gym. Let me know if this could be your dream as well. Let's go ahead and roll the film. Oh, oh, man. I'm so sorry. I did not mean to hit you. No, dude, I'm sorry I got in your way, man. You're a beast. You mean that? Yeah, you hurt my shoulder. <laughs> He's not wrong. You're a massive. Oh. Mm -hmm. Do you want to grab some time? Yeah. You can get Cardi at my house later. Oh, yeah, I'll call you. Yeah. Can a cute boy in a blue shirt come spot me? Well, I got you. Over 18? Good try, kid. It's okay. I got you, girl. <laughs> I wish my boyfriend spotted as good as you. Oh, I'm sure he's a good guy. Hey, big guy, you mind taking a picture of me? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Don't be scared. Make sure to get all my good angles. Oh, looks great. Okay. Hey, girl, come here. Oh, yeah. two, two girls. Hey, hey you. you. Oh, my God, does this look good? Oh, can I send these to myself? Yeah. Hey, you get in these pictures. Yeah, come on. How? Yeah. I got you, bro. Give me the camera. Come here. Okay, hey, thank you. Do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is it okay? I wish I was those girls. Girl. Yeah? Okay. Help me. Yeah. Dude, what are you, 260? Oh, my God. You're massive. I feel like it. You look so good. I love the gym. Yeah, oh, my goodness. This is some straggle. Come on, man. You know this shit ain't going to happen right here, man. Listen, man. 
Let's get this ninja off my screen, man. Looking at with his shirt off. Pause. <laughs> he loves the gym. So, um, <laughs> so here you go, right here. You got the guy going to the gym. Yeah, I mean, listen, that that could be men can dream. And, of course, women are not that easy, right? That certainly will be a dream. Of course, women are there to provide chaos and confusion. And they're there for plausible deniability. I don't want attention. I'm here to work out. Look at me in my yoga pants. All right, yeah. Okay. But don't look at me in my yoga pants. You're harassing me. All right, despicable, disgraceful. All right, stop. Stop looking at me. How dare you? Why is nobody paying attention to me? All right, I'll walk past everybody. <laughs> Every man's dream, huh? Oh, man, straggle and sniggle. All right, our, one of our favorite sniggles, Dr. Umar, is going to make an appearance on Straggle and Sniggle Theater. And he's one of our favorite sniggles. He's always good for a little bit of cheap entertainment. And apparently, he's gone passport, bro. All right, let's give him the airplane sound. Apparently, I thought, I thought he had a problem with the passport bros, if I wasn't mistaken. I thought he called the passport bros a certain name. He also tried to throw me into the 12 YouTubians, simp YouTubians or something like that. He didn't say my name, but I was ready for him. All right, but he was more talking about others. He would dare not talk about me, but me, on the other hand, Dr. Umar, you're one of our favorite sniggles. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Apparently, he done went to the Dominican Republic to go get him some... My man, I thought you... Didn't you have something to say about Passport Bros? Let's take a listen to what he's talking about. My Dominican Republic Africans are Africans, brothers and sisters. My Dominican Republic Africans are Africans, brothers and sisters. Say it again. Our Dominican Republic Africans are Africans. Well, that's not it. They're also, they're also part of an indigenous tribal people who had a competitor, a natural competitor, who I think are not a brown anymore, Tainos. And they had another tribe that began with a C. I don't remember off the top of my head. They're also Spanish. Yeah, well, Spanish. But anyway, they're not just African, but they got some African in them. And them sisters is, ooh-wee. All right, here we go. They might speak Spanish. They might be a little lighter than the rest of us. But they are African. Well, they might be African, but me no black, Poppy. Yeah, me no black. Me no black. Sammy Sosa said me no black. Wanda Franco said me no black. All right. Our bro brother Big Poppy says me no black. All right. Me no black, Poppy. All right. They no black. They're more than just black, but they might be African. Okay. All right. You know how I know? Because the Dominican Republic queens are five, five, dick in the thighs. They are African. Believe me. Damn. Yeah, that brother's starving. My man said they five five thick in the thighs. All right. Yes, you're actually accurate there. There are black women who speak Spanish. All right. But yes, there are also other races, but that's neither here nor there. Believe me. Yes, the revolutionary pan-African fast. What are we up to? We up to the... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He can't. Uh-oh. Look. Oh. Yeah, that brother's starving. Oh, brother. Look at him. He done found him something. Look at them eyes. This sniggle. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> All right. 
He done found him something. Look, he can't help himself. I can't help myself. What's up, Pan-Africanism? Look at that. Yeah, that brother's starving. He looking at that booty. Booty. I thought he had a problem with the passport, bros. If I'm not in. <laughs> Look at this ninja. He didn't seen him something down there. All right. He didn't went down to the carry beans and she holding. Look at this ninja face. Look at this ninja right here. Yeah, that brother's What is he doing? I thought you had some words for. I thought you had some words for these brothers' passport pookies, you might have called them. Look at them. Now you done went down there and seen that boo-hoo-tee, boo-hoo-hoo-tee. You done went down there. Mm. <laughs> oh, man, this sniggle. Yeah, that brother's starving. Oh, this sniggle's out of control. Look at him. <laughs> we must stay focused, my brothers, in the Dominican Republic. We must stay focused. Yeah, we must stay focused, he says right now. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. This brother can't handle it, boy. He done went down there and found them a few of them Dominicanos, the Morenas down there. Hello. I told you. And, of course, everybody else tried to warn you, too, Sniggle. But you done wasn't listening now. Right? Just terrible. Just terrible, this guy. All right, come on, man. You supposed to be leading. Where's you in school? Aren't you? Don't you have a school to build? I'm not in that conversation. All right, Dr. Umar is a natural sniggle. How about this? How about this? Apparently, you know, we talked about this earlier. And we talked about, you know, women don't have a sense of direction. They don't have a sense of, you know, they can't read the room. Their humor is ill-timed. They can be funny, but their humor just doesn't. The timing seems to be off. Also, we talked about they seem to not have an, uh, an understanding or a sense of awareness in public. It's kind of like when children, you know what I mean? Children or a dog, you're like your dog comes out and runs out in your front yard and you're like, oh, hi, pup. And your pup's like, oh, it's time to play. And your pup will run in the street and be like, <laughs> a child will do the same thing. Well, women do the same thing. They do the same thing. They just be like, hey, I'm the most important thing. Everything will stop around me. Well, apparently... This woman found out. Let's take you to some bike race and somewhere in the French Alps. And uh, take a look here. We have some bikers coming down the hill. I think that anybody who's at this event is fully aware why, the, why they're there. Everybody knows why they're there. There's bikes. There's probably no cars. There's going to be a lead vehicle and so forth and so on. I think everybody knows why they're there. In fact, they're all looking down the street. They're all looking. Now. Of course, you're going to have a child with breasts. Forget why she was there. All right, let's take you to the film. All right, and so what threw her off, uh, somebody crossed the street. I mean, the ill timing of that gentleman crossed the street threw her off. Maybe she, maybe she couldn't see, but apparently there's a woman on the intercom. There's a woman on the intercom pretty much announcing what's happening here. Now, this gentleman, because he has situational awareness, perhaps threw her off. And so she probably was like, oh, no, that's my spouse. I want to be where he is. So like a follower she is, like a child, 
She says, if he can cross the street, I can do it too. But instead, her monkey ass don't even look. All right, so the guy here, he's confident in his ability to cross the street, and he's knowing I can probably make it. You see right here? You see this? He was like, all right, he's way down here. I know I can make it, and he calmly walks down the street. And he looks before he crosses. But, of course, she wants to be in the business too. I bet you he's going to cheat on me if he crosses the street. He's going to cheat on me if I cross the street. So I ain't going to let him cheat. And so what she does is, and I'll play the whole video again. Here he comes, huffing and puffing up the street. There she is right there, sticking her neck out. No situational awareness. She's going to put her face right there. Now, th take a look at this. <laughs> Leading with emotions. <laughs> like, yo, man. <laughs> and so he's like, I'm about to win the race. We're going to win this race. This ninja about to win the race. But she's so concerned about herself. She's so concerned about herself and that man that's going to cheat on her. So here we go right here. Here we go. She sticks it out there. And there she is, the most ill-timing connection of all time. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. All right. Listen. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. I give you women. I give you the most situational, unaware people on planet Earth, other than dogs and children, next in line would be women. Especially when something's important going on. They have no clue. And she's going to be like, that biker got in my way. <laughs> right? How dare him get in my way while I was trying to cross the street? How dare you? I was to get to my husband, and he had the nerve. He, why didn't he go around me, she says. <laughs> All right, there it is. Let's go ahead and play it all the way through so you can get an idea of what's happening here. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Take a good look. Take a good look. Two face plants. And guess what? It is not going to be her fault. She's going to be like, it is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. This biker crashed into me. Where? A bike race. <laughs> Yikes. I mean, geez, Louise. Now she done messed up the entire race. They probably been racing for 100 miles. Nope, her ass got ordered. They could have been doing the 25-miler. I have no idea. Triathlon. Here we go right here. They both look like they did right there. And, uh, of course, this guy could have a separated shoulder, and she definitely going to have, you know, a uh, road rash on her face. Just despicable. What is wrong with people, man? I tell you, man, these people, man, have some damn nerve to tell me they are equal to me. They must have some damn nerve. All right, uh, do, how many more straggle ones, Diggles? We got... Um, we got, uh, what is this? What is this going on here? What is this, Instagram? Oh, apparently a guy, a plumber, goes to a woman's house. And we tell you a lot of times women act like they are the, the clean gender, but they're not. I live with women. They, they were much more dirtier than me. But apparently this guy goes and she has a problem here, and he's going to go fix it. But this is her house, ladies and gentlemen. Let's roll the film. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's a lot of garbage. Yeah. And all 
garbage. Look at them clothes. Oh my goodness. What in the hell? Oh my God. This woman cannot be married. Wow. Oh my goodness. And she probably tells her husband he left the toilet seat up. This is unbelievable. Look at the, oh my gosh, what the hell? Oh, this cannot be hap. This is not possible, fam. I'm going to go take a look. Oh, this is going to take a long time. This is going to take a long time. Somebody need to clean this shit up. Oh my. I can move everything, she says. And yeah, she's walking down there barefoot. So what, what time when you, got, when you use a plunger? Just now, like right before you knock on the door. Oh, I see. Okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. That just makes sense why it really kind of overflows. I don't know why it's just overflowing. You don't know why. Yeah, exactly. Look at this guy down below. I don't know why it overflowed. I have no idea. I monitor the situation. I keep my stuff. I keep it immaculate. I perform maintenance on it. I have no idea why the toilet doesn't work. <laughs> he said, burn the house. <laughs> if you're a plumber, and shout out to our plumbers over there in Columbus, Ohio, Rocky Cage and all these brothers here. Um, and all of that. Hey, man, if you're a guy, if you're a plumber, are you doing this job? I don't know. Oh, this is, oh, oh. Okay. All right. Hold on for a second. Oh, Jesus. Oh, the humanity. A woman lives in there. A woman lives in that house, fam. One of the, the fairest gender, the fairest kind. He says, I'm done for the day. All right. Yikes. Unbelievable. Take a look at this. This is a disgrace. Look at all of these shoes. How many shoes do you need, fam? And there she is walking barefoot. Oh, my God. This is a nasty human being. I can't even imagine what the living area looks like. What is that? She says, sorry, there's garbage. She's in her pajamas. Look at all these clothes, man. Look at all of these clothes. You got to burn this. Got to burn this house down. There's no way, fam. Look at the shower and the bathroom. Look at the amount of trash. This is absolutely despicable. Hazmat, look at the, what is this? And she has something plugged up there as if she uses this area. Mm. Oh, man. God. People are despicable. Absolutely disgraceful. Man almighty. All right. Last one. We got a straggle here. Uh, she goes by the name of Samantha Lee. You might not what? recognize the name, but Samantha Lee is the ex-wife, the second ex-wife of Tyrese Gibson. She's a content creator here, and I normally don't go after content creators, but I found this to be interesting. I tried to not get into YouTube beefs, and I will tell you, I'd fold. All right. I'd fold. <laughs> I'd fold Samantha Lee up. I'm telling you right now. All right, I'm folding. All right, but listen, she can come over. Let's do a collab. But apparently, she's going to tell you she has a job. Why do I have to work? I am all right, so let's go to Samantha Lee here. Somebody asks her during the live stream. They're actually curious. She's in the red pill space. She's in the man manosphere. She's in the manosphere algorithm. And she instructs men how to avoid toxic women. The irony. The irony. Uh, but here she is right here. Um, somebody says here, um, a fan asked her a question. I'll go ahead and play the video. What do I do for work? 
I'm a, I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I'm a therapist. So I'm a lead clinician. And I also have other side things I do, obviously, like the YouTube, Patreon. Um, I power up my community of women that I interface with that I absolutely adore. So, yeah, between the social media platforms, power up and my full time job and being a mom. Would you have one more baby with the right man? Yes. Come get your baby. Uh, 50. No, I'm not looking for a father. Hey, man. Hey, chill. Chill. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. I have two dads. My stepdad and my dad. So I don't need that. Calm down. Calm down. I'm not in L.A. I'm from it, from Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, G.A., baby. Now, she yawning on her live stream, fam. The, the lack of disrespect, disrespect and decorum. I mean, give a little bit of your fans some credibility here. <sighs> what that mean? All right, hold on for a second. Like, Wait a minute. Who are you? Man, who, who is this woman? Who is this? What is she doing, man? Hey, man, it would be better off if she sat like this. You know what I mean? I might donate a couple of bucks. What about that? Only Is there an OnlyFans account? I'm sure there has to be an OnlyFans account. Um, better seen than heard for sure. But that's neither here nor there. She looking a little Dominicano here. All right, uh, let's go ahead and clear that up because I don't have a job either, but let's clear up what, what is going on here. What do I do for work? I'm a, I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I'm a therapist. So I'm a... <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Hey, dude, I cannot have it. You therapists are going to have to clean. You guys going to have to have me. You're going to have to have MK Ultra me ASAPidly. In order for me to give therapist credibility, you got to stop giving people therapist licenses. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, we do not need any more of these goofy-ass therapists that I've been seeing. I can't, I can't give your field any credence or credibility if this is a therapist. I'm just letting you know. I'm tired of therapists. All right, what are we doing here? That's your full-time job? Nope. I don't think that's your full-time job. Apparently, there's $10,000 a month coming in, not from therapists. But that's neither here nor there. What else do you do, baby? What else do you do? Are you in a bind? Can I fix as a bind? All right, what else you got to do here? I'm going to think, I think she's going to start swallowing spit here in a minute. All right, here we go. I'm a lead clinician, and I also have other side things. Oh, other side things. Oh, okay. Get him, daddy. Ah, I see, baby. Other side things. Oh, I got it. All right, what would those things be? Anything, any, anything about uh, the side things you want to tell me about? What that mean? All right, let me see here. Do obviously, like the YouTube. YouTube. Patreon. Patreon. Um, I can, I understand that. I power up. I, uh, power up. Okay, them eyes getting a little bit light. You looking like you coming up with some, you trying to figure out what's going on here. Kind of look like you high too, but that's neither here nor there. What else? My community of women that I interface with that I absolutely adore. What that mean? Oh, she licking lips. She licking lips. How many community of these women? Two, three, five. How many? Not enough. Not enough. Is OnlyFans on there too? I didn't hear that. So yeah, between the social media platforms, uh huh, power up, and my full time job. Uh, what full time job? Feet massager. What? Okay. Anyway. 
and beat him up. Oh, no. All right. What that mean? That's not a job. That's a responsibility. That's why Tyrese is making, you're making him pay a lot of money. It's not a job. What that mean? All right. Them jobs sound like my jobs. Would you have one more baby with the right man? Yes. Come get you a baby, girl. I right, listen, listen. I'm not going to give you 10K in child support, but I could get you a couple of dollars and I could fix your other bind too. I'm in a bind name. All right, listen, I could get you a couple of dollars. If you take me to child support, I could get you a hundred. I could get you a hundred a month. What you mean? I'm in a bind name. I can help you with a little bit of that rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Come get you a baby. All right, I got one for you right here too. All right, come get you one. All right, anyway, what we what we doing here? Right, these people out here. Let's get out of here with this straggle and sniggle theater. Let's go. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride. Okay, man. These people today, man, I tell you. <laughs> she, she need a baby. I'll go half on a baby. All you need is your body next to me. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, coach going half on the baby. All I need is your body next to me. All right, anyway, I'm over here. Hey, man, what's going on? Yeah, that brother's All right, let's get it in. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, <laughs> brothers. We must stay focused. All right, I'll give you a baby. All right, I got you one right here. All you got to do is come over here. Okay, Dad. Indeed. All right, anyway. <laughs> Where are we at here? Let's get to these super chats, and we're almost we almost to the uh, importance of aftercare. The importance of aftercare coming up here. We got Ricky Webster says, Hey, Coach, what is the best to stream with, OBS or StreamYard? And why, if you can explain, oh, yeah, French Toast Prop, dude. Hey, yo, in the building here. Um, StreamYard is a, the absolute easiest. Is it the best? Just depends. But it's it's um very easy, but it doesn't give you a lot of wiggle room for creativity. So that's the problem. If you're a creative streamer, if you want the bells and whistles, if you want, like if you watch certain YouTubers, they'll have things like blinging. Um, you know, they'll have the chat on the side of the screen, like not just on the chat. They'll have the chat on the side of the screen, which most of the time you can't read anyway. But it's good if you delete the original live stream, you have the original chat. But uh, StreamYard doesn't give you any of that flexibility. If you want if you want bells and whistles, you got to go to OBS and then even more OBS Stream Labs. All right, so that gives you way more. And there's other things you can use too. Other people are like, use this. Use LimeWire. All right, hold on, chill out. He asked me about the other two. He asked me about the other ones we don't need, but, but, but use this. All right, anyway. But uh, StreamYard is super easy. Like, for instance, um, on I just switched to Stream Labs, OBS Stream Labs, about a month ago. And um, it gives me a lot more creativity. I can do a lot more things. But it's, it's definitely harder to run by yourself. Um, there's a lot more going on that you have to pay attention to, but I've gotten quite accustomed to it. That I didn't have to worry about on stream yard, stream yard, and also to fire up the stream takes a lot more, right? Stream yard, stream lab, yeah, stream yard. I press a button, I was live on stream labs. They'll take you to two or three screens to before you get live, which is good because you don't go live accidentally. 
it's almost impossible to go live accidentally. Uh, but to set up your stream is complicated, and I can stream across multiple platforms where on stream yard, stream labs is difficult. Anyway, stream yard. But anyway. All right. Anyway, shout out to our brother here. The big deal is in the building. Shout out to you. Uh, shout, shout out to you. He says, from Boom by Yay. Shout out to you, says Deuces. Keep up the great work. Shout out for doubling up over there. We'll give you a co sponsorship. Sean Destiny says CGA next books next book coming info have the rest shout out to you uh info is I'm waiting for I got some I got some cases that I'm waiting for I can't drop the book right now all right cuz ninja they be trying to open up okay how many you sold all right yeah they be having me in court like how many books you sold you just dropped a new book how many sales this is New York Times number 1 bestseller right now I don't have a yacht all right so I'm waiting Right, I'm waiting. Shout out to Deshaun Rose says they asking for refunds when you don't got no yob. What the hell's going on? Ninja ain't got no yob. All right. Hey, man. All right. Nobody gave me no money. Ninja's in here pocket watching, too. Well, in fact, as a matter of fact. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so book is on back. Delay, but uh, anticipate possibly in the future here. And then just trying to get my future earnings too. Steve asked, you know what I mean? Three people, the nerve of these people out here, the nerve of these people. Like, I don't even know who you are, fam, but you, I want some of your money. I'm entitled to some of your money. Why? Why? It's crazy. According to the, the law, I make minimum wage. Where are we at here? Deshaun also says, hey, coach, I noticed that hair string left on your desk this morning. He says there was no gordita. That was no gordita. That was a lingling. You ain't fooling nobody. And any, he says, any in home watching the show. Frying some catfish. I think you meant anyone at home watching the show. Frying some catfish. Catfish. <laughs> catfish. Catfish. All right, shout out to you, man. Yeah, so that was a Ling Ling, and I know which Ling Ling it was, too. I know which one. All right, I got two that I frequent. He said they're private investigators. Yeah. They're like, uh, hey, uh, I'm watching, perhaps. How much is an actual sponsorship? I'm not aware. Ninja, you ain't getting no sponsorship anyway. You ain't going to sponsor a goddamn thing. I don't even know your name. How much is a sponsorship? Hey, out there, every time I ring the bell, one sponsorship, two people weirdos but anyway <laughs> shout out to junior b he says i'm a carpenter remodeling houses my contractor doesn't charge me rent for the camper he says you are right about more l's than wins he says taking two steps backwards to take five steps forward he says yes and i'm bitter and hurt shout out for you indeed it's okay to be bitter and hurt all right but yeah man you got to sometimes you know Take two steps back, all right, in order to leap forward, that leap of faith. All right, he also said, oh, I missed it. There were some other things here. I missed the first one. Shout out to Sean Destiny says, 10 more fake bucks. So let me do your chat in order because there was something here, and I messed it up. But anyway, we'll call you Black King in the building. Shout out to the Kings. He thank, thank, thank you for everything you, wait, thanks for everything you try to listen to. You every day. I know. 
I know. It's sometimes it's my reading, sometimes it's not. He said, thanks for everything. I think you said, I try to listen to you every day. He says, putting some of your tactics in play, move from San Jose to Grass Valley, now living in a camper. And then you said, I'm a camper remodeling houses. My contractor doesn't charge me rent for the camper. You're right about taking more L's than wins. Taking two steps backwards to take two steps forward. Yes, I'm bitter and hurt. And you're probably living in a camper because did you have an ex-wife? You have an ex-wife or some kids. You on child support, <laughs> right? Shout out to you. It happens to the best of us. It happens to the best of us. Ninja on child support, the government watching your pockets. You can't get ahead. Or sometimes you need to reset. You need to reset. And one of the wonderful things about resetting. All right. One of the one things, wonderful things about resetting because it happens. If you reset, it, it, let's just say you go through a tough time and you have a spouse or a girlfriend. More times than not, more times than not, the woman is not going to downgrade with you, right? She will, but she'll make it difficult, right? She'll pout. She'll sit in the corner. She'll claim she's depressed. She's, she'll drink. She'll get weak. Women don't do this very well, especially they don't downgrade with you. They rarely downgrade with you. Now, if you were broke ninja from the beginning, she'll, she'll be homeless with you because you already broke. And more times than not, I see this all the time. I see this all the time. Like, I, I, like a lot of people will say, well, women are money hungry. They only want the top value men. But you'll find a woman being homeless with a guy, right? She'll be out there peacefully stinking, feet out there black underneath her feet, all right? She'll be in there with, with one pair of jeans and a tank top, all right? Her whole body weathered. And you're like, well, wait a minute. If that woman's out there with that guy, and they'll have a dog, they'll have their backpack in their, they'll have their backpack in their sleeping bag rolled up. All right, in the backpack, they'll have it all on their back. And you're like, well, wait a minute. This girl's the exception to the rule. She's really down here in the mud. <laughs> right? <laughs> now, here's the deal. You know what she, you know why she's out here. I'm going to give you one reason as to why that woman is with that guy. And you already know what I'm going to tell you. You already know what I'm going to tell you. Why is that woman? I'll give you a guess. Why is that woman ride or die with that guy? Yeah, there you go. Jeff, the producer, got it. Jeff, the producer, got it. Cloud Judgment, got it. Yeah, Tariq Hilton, got it. Lord, got it. They dope fiends. They both dope fiends. LL, got it. Yes, indeed. Riz Khalifa got it over here. They both on drugs, Ninja. It's pretty simple. If you see a woman down bad with another guy and he down bad, odds are they both dope fiends. All right, listen. <laughs> they both dope fiends and what the hell best and please do not rescue these broads do not rescue them sometimes you'll look you'll be like i'll do it i'll fold i bet you she needs some dope fiend money don't do it don't clean her up don't do nothing ninja if she hooked on the drugs the drugs is her pimp okay she ain't gonna get better ninja leave that broad alone and do not go in there man she didn't let homeless ninjas hit that for much less. She owned drugs. She a god dang dope fiend. They both codependent druggies. Yes. Monstro Lab. They're both dro uh, codependent druggies. They need each other. They connect through the drugs. In fact, I know people think I make shit up. But I took a class on this. I took a class on this in college. And when they talk about couples that get together through drugs and alcohol. Um, if one person gets rid of the drugs and alcohol they want to clean up. And the other one doesn't. It's going to be a disaster. 
right? And that's going to be the end of, of the relationship. One person says, I'm going to get weak clean. They're not going to get clean together. They're not both going to be like, all right, I'll both go on a diet. So um, most of the time, one person gets clean, the relationship is done because what kept them together was the drugs and alcohol. Same thing as party life. Same thing as, you know, sex or whatever it is. Could be both of them are into poly and orgies. One person says, I don't want to do it no more. Relationship's done. Ring the bell, ninja. <laughs> Ring the bell. It's a wrap. They just might as well, if one person wants to get clean or go straight, one person wants to go back to church, I'm going to start going back to church. What you going to do? Church. I'm going to sit here and watch football like I've been doing the past 12 years we've been together. Now you want to be about the Lord. Now you want to go to church, and now you want to be mad at me because I don't want to go to church with your monkey ass. Hey, listen, take your ass over there to your sky daddy. I'm staying here, and I'm watching Derek Carr and the Saints. I'm watching the Saints. That's the only church I'm going to. Right? Take your monkey ass to church. Now, she's going to go to church for about a couple of months, and she's going to be mad. I really want you to go to church with me. I don't. Divorce. Ring the bell. <laughs> Ring the bell. All because somebody wanted to go see Christ. It's a wrap. Anyway. <laughs> she been delivered, yes. Uh, but anyway, shout out to Lone Revolver, says CGA Moore, 50 Cent. He says, uh, have a baby by me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have a baby by me. I'll give her a baby. I'll give it to her. I'll give her that gift. Where's she at? Come, come see me. He said, I can fix her. They're <laughs> just trying to fix girls. Hey, man, do not fix girls. They're stray cats. All right, do not bring them in, man. All right, they're going to look at you, you know, with their hair all wet over their face. And be like, fix me, save me, help me out. She'll be all nice. You'll get in there. You'll be like, oh, look at you, little stray kitten. Look at this piece of calico. Hello. I think I can help you out. I can fix this. You're buying. I'm in a bind, Nate. All right, I can help you out. Come in, stray kitten. She'd be like, purr, purr, meow. Perhaps I can give you a little bit of something. Perhaps I can massage your back. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think you could do a little bit more than that. All right, come on in. You let her come in. She's like, purr, purr. Two months later, two months later, gentlemen, <laughs> this woman then forgot about the bind that you fixed. I'm in a bind, Nate. Two months later. You like, oh shit. She done forgot. <laughs> Somebody screaming. Somebody go screenshot that shit. <laughs> two months later she forgot exactly where she came from you realize you were an alley cat getting your train ran on you back in the day train. you were getting trains ran on you by the alley cats back in the back but you forgot about this <laughs> All right. involuntary trains but here you are treating me like shit after I got you cleaned up let me stop <laughs> Never, never, don't, don't save them. They don't want to be saved. We do have one more here. Uh, we got our brother JC says, but coach, what if the homeless chick says, okay, daddy, like the, yes, the original girl. Yes. Okay, daddy. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. No druggies. 
No druggies. Shout out to Joe K with the first time. June is his first time super chat, but you've been here before. Juco Joe with the first super chat. It says what that means saying farewell to my junior college Johns since his football season. No more pumpkin spice lattes this fall. Saving all your money. You got your priorities straight. And uh, summer's over. Hot girl summer's over. And you're coming back to where it's important. Shout out to you, man. <laughs> we back. Hey, anyway, I can fix her. Hey, guys, you cannot fix them. Just to let you know. She's like, I just need someone to love me. I have poor, low self-esteem. I gain weight. I fluctuate in weight. I yo-yo diet. Um, I'm on drugs. I have a affinity for for pork rinds and and vape pens and and I've been abused by many 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 men. I have a bind that I'm in. I have a lots of binds that I'm in. I have creditors calling me. I have cases against me. I've been trying to file bankruptcy five times. I have depression, mood swings irritability, diarrhea, but, but if a man loves me and holds me and hugs me, it'll all fix it. Please don't take that deal. Don't take that deal. Don't do it. (laughs) This woman's going to tear your life apart from limb, limb from limb is don't do not take this deal. It might sound like an easy fix. How fixes you? Pepto-Bismol on deck. All right, I'll hide and lock up all the alcohol and the knives. I'll feed you your antidepressants right on schedule. I'll make sure every day I'll ask you, have you taken your antidepressants so you can get zooted so we can have a common conversation here? All right, every time you reach for the bottle, I'll say no. Every time you want to go out to the club and have orgies ran on you, I'll tell you no. Stay home. You're going nowhere, and I'll cuddle you. (laughs) Every time a man, every time you choose another wrong man, I'll keep him all away from you. Every time your man... Yo, 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 baby daddy, yo, baby daddy, that that's that that that's horrible to the kids and abusing them. Every time he drops them off, I'll give him the death stare. I'll give him the death stare like this here. All right, I'll give him the look. I'll put a root on him. Everything that you've been working against you for the last 30 years, I'll protect you from it. I'll stop you from doing it. Ninja, the first time she getting ready, I'm going out. Where are you going? Kissington Boulevard. Oh, okay. What are you going to do there? I'm going to go get zooted. I'm going to go shoot heroin and fentanyl with my ex-baby daddy, who I'm codependent with. Oh, perhaps you shouldn't probably do it. You can't tell me what to do. You can't tell me. You're sitting there like, uh, ma'am, you told me I can help you. I told you I would help. Don't help me. You can't tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I thought I was here to help you. I thought you were going to listen to me. I thought you wanted me to cuddle you. You wanted me to cuddle. Remember, I'll cuddle you. I'll help you get back to the top. (laughs) You're controlling and insecure. 
<laughs> it's crazy. Unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, man. Yeah, you can't tell me nothing. I ain't even got no ring on here. You ain't got my ring. You ain't my daddy. You ain't my daddy. Hey, man, tell me I ain't lying. <laughs> the whole ninja come in here. She be like uh, the woman in casino, ginger in casino. She going back. You helping her. She going back and help a, a deadbeat over here. And you're like, what the f- is going on here? <laughs> All right, anyway. Hey, man. Hey, man, we just here to teach the bit. All right, last one. Shout out to Cesar. V says, X cheated and blamed it on taking a break on head meds. Give me the buzzer. She stopped taking her head meds. I cheat on you because I stopped taking my mental health drugs. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> all right, anyway. Shout out to the ladies out here. Let's talk about the importance of aftercare. The importance of aftercare. Uh, This is a person here. Apparently, aftercare is going around. This is something well known. Uh, We we teach and preach aftercare. And I'm going to see. Somebody shared this with with me right here. And it says, why sexual aftercare is just as important as sex. And this is something we've been telling you. A lot of guys fumble the bag on this. They want to talk, tell the girl about herself. You nasty. I can't believe you gargled and, and swallowed my kids down your esophagus. I can't believe you let me do that to you. Can't believe you like it up the tailpipe and you were enjoying it. This wasn't your first time. You know, ninjas is insecure and soft. They start telling her about herself. She knows she nasty. You ain't got to tell her about it. Just be nice. And when she has a little bit of, you know, you know, something in the corner of her mouth, just get her a towel. There you go, girl. Wipe that off. No, you can't kiss me no more, but uh, I'll make sure you get home tonight. <laughs> but here it is right here. CGA ahead of the game again. Aftercare is very important. And it says right here, we rarely talk. Well, let me see this. this, this what do we do? Yeah, there. We rarely talk about. Wait, what we rarely talk about, however. No, CGA talks about it is what comes after SEGS. And it's arguably even more critical. Then foreplay, the way we behave post-intercourse affects our sexual health and how we feel, how we value ourselves, and how we view sex. And this is true. This is true. So a lot of guys fail this part, especially these wannabe-ass pimp, goofy-ass Mac running game ninjas, masculine frame ninjas, right? One of the things they do is they brag. They want to brag and they want to stand there like dun da 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 and they want to do that like they did something other than five strokes. Then they want to brag on the internet and put a body count. You're number 225, right? They want to demean the woman. And this is just not good, smart sense, okay? We tell men your aftercare game got to be better than your game, all right? So if you're a game guy, your aftercare game, you better be preaching aftercare, especially acting up with these floozies out here. Okay, but it says right here, uh, why are they showing that? I'm not sure. Even after casual hookups, good aftercare reaffirms both partners' inherent values as people. Yes, they're still people. Although she was super duper nasty, she's still a person. And the things she was saying, she was talking very dirty. And she was telling you to do things to her that would make you think less of her, like choke me and use me like a piece of garbage, discard that, slap me, choke. You know, they're saying things like this slap me spank me and you're like wow you weren't saying this beforehand but it says right here in simpler terms it reminds us that we deserve to be treated well even when no one wants 
something from us. Huh? I don't know what that last one is. But listen, man, this person has a family. That's somebody's daughter that's just getting throttled. <laughs> he says. <laughs> and you got to make sure your post-nut clarity doesn't lead you to treat them. See, what's happening is your post-nut clarity is going to hit. I'm just here to teach. Your post-nut clarity is going to hit. You're not going to want to be involved with this individual anymore. However she looks, she looks four times worse. Right? If she has somewhat of a hair that doesn't move, like black women's hair, or like people that have, you know, thicker hair, one hair, one side of the hair is going to be pushed up. She's going to look like, uh, it's going to look crazy. One side of her hair is going to be pushed up, and the other side is going to be flat. Now, she's going to be completely unaware of this. But this is what you see. And she'll lean up out of the bed looking like this here. All right. And you'll be like, and she'll be, she'll completely forget. She'll think she looked like what she looked like when she, you know, met you for dinner that night. She's going to look crazy. She's going to look like, you know what I mean? Like the exorcist is coming in and her makeup is going to be smeared. She's lipstick going to look like the Joker. Her mascara is going to be running. You're going to see her belly and her tiger stretch marks. You're going to see her stretch marks on her titties. You're going to see all kinds of stuff and you're going to be like, oh my Lord. But she's going to forget. She thinks she looks like what she looked like for you to get her in there. You're going to see freckles on the booty, moles on her back. You're going to have seen some things that are going to absolutely disgust you. And you're going to be like, this is a disgusting human being. And she's going to like, come hold me, cuddle me, touch me. Right? And you'll be like, don't touch me. Don't say nothing to me. Don't try to stick your tongue down my throat. You're going to be like, uh. She's like, just lay here for five more minutes. No, thank you. How's another round? Blink. Are you ready for another round? Blink, blink. You're like, I don't think I can give you another round. There will be no other round. <laughs> and can you leave separately? You want to kick her out? You want to tell her to go hurry up? You're like, oh boy, look at the time. I would have gave you a longer stroke, but of course I have to be up early in the morning. Oh, my gosh, get out, bitch. Now, I'm going to tell you, don't do this. You're going to want to do this. You're going to want to do this, and you're going to feel bad about yourself. You're going to be like, I'm a disgusting human being. You're going to want to get in the shower. You're going to want to go in the sink and wash yourself off. But you're going to be like, she's going to be like, what am I, dirty? Yes, you are. Yes. Mm. <laughs> All right. So the feeling of post-nut clarity is going to take over you, right? You're going to be annoyed. Everything that she says after that is going to sound like um, uh, nails on a chalkboard. Everything she says is going to sound like nails on a chalkboard. And if she gets super talkative and nervous, it's going to be super annoying. You'll be like, shut up. The smell of the room is not going to smell like all of that perfume and that bed, bath, and body works that she put all over her hands. All that glitter will be on your face, if not mascara and makeup. You're going to be like, this is ridiculous. Oh, my God. You're going to feel bad about yourself. It's going to smell like must. <laughs> right? You're going to be getting that uh, steel bar soap. You're going to be like, I did not realize an open area could smell like this when you open it up. But sometimes, you know what I mean? It's a hole in the body. We typically don't have one like this. So what we do, I don't want to talk about it, but typically when that thing opens up, things starts fuming. All right? But they have a couple of areas, and you've been playing around with it. 
and things will start filling up the air. <laughs> You're going to be like, how in the world can a person's insides smell like this? It happens. It's what we do. It's who we are. No judgments. And don't make her feel bad about it. Like, damn, OPH balance is off. <laughs> now, this feeling's going to overcome. And if she's super duper nasty or she was whack, if she was whack in bed, you're really disgusted. You're like, this was completely whack. If you're whack in bed, you're going to like, this was whack. Now, here's the thing. These things are going to play with your head, gentlemen. And also, you're going to look at the woman that you thought was attractive. She's four times unattractive automatically. I don't care if she's 10. She's a 10. She's going to look and smell like a 7. That fast. You're going to be like, I thought you would smell like potpourri. I thought there would be fireworks. I thought this would be euphoric. It was somewhat normal. You played it up in your head and it was nothing. just as a means of aftercare, make sure, make sure you don't talk about any of these thoughts that you have in your head. Whatever these thoughts are in your head, do not say them. Resist. Resist saying everything you think, gentlemen. Everything you think, do not say you want to act like you've been here before. Because she can smell herself too. She knows she looks crazy. She saw herself in the mirror when she went through to the bathroom to tinkle out your kids. So she knows what's going on here. She knows what she looks like in the mirror. And she knows when you took off all them clothes, poof, like a Buster Pillsbury bis biscuit can, she can no longer hide it. Resist every thought that you have in your head so she can get home safely and feel good about the connection you made. Because if she doesn't, she has a thought. She feels like you're rushing her out the door for your next 304. She feels like you're judging her. You give her low self-esteem. You confirm her thoughts that she has of her own self. You acknowledge the smell in the room. You start lighting candles. You start ripping sheets off the bed and changing pillowcases. You jump in the shower, dousing yourself with shampoo and body wash. You tell her to go home, and no, you ain't paying for her Uber. Walk the streets at 2 a.m. You tell her she's the nastiest individual of all time. You know what's going to happen? You have problems, okay? And I have problems. <laughs> Start burning the sheets. You're going to have problems, and uh, these problems cannot be corrected, guys. Don't ask me what to do now. You should start saying. You start spraying Febreze in the air. You start opening windows and patio doors. You're like, this is just. You start telling her, shh, I don't want the neighbors to see you. These things are going to tip her off and is going to inherently affect how she feels about the interaction. See, she can remove consent after the fact. Do you, uh, do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? She can remove consent after the fact. You don't want this. Don't want this. And there's no helping you. Don't ask me, hey, coach, what happens? I told this skeezer that she was a skeezer after she was skeezing. What do I do now? There's nothing that can be done. I can't help you. 
you have to perform aftercare. Yes, you might not feel, you want to go to sleep, and she wants to go home. You want her to go home. Don't tell her to sleep on the couch. Don't tell her to sleep on the floor. Because she will sleep on the floor. Just letting you know, I've done this before when I was a youngin'. She will sleep on the floor. I let a girl, I said, you know what? I'm just not comfortable sleeping next to people. And she says, do you want me to sleep on the floor? I said, yes. And she took, she went to the floor. Ninja. Now, listen, I'm not going to tell you to do this. This is not good strategy. So you might want to say, she might say, well, I don't have any money on my card to buy an Uber. Do not tell her, well, tough titty. <laughs> don't tell her tough titty. What you're going to do is you're going to get up. If you have to ride a bus, a bike, if you have to get an Uber, if you have to go ahead and go under in debt, get an Uber. If you have to get your car fired up, take her home. Get her the Uber. Don't be tough guy now. Don't be tough guy now. I know you want to be tough guy. Well, F you, bitch. I don't care about your financial situation. Don't do it. <laughs> take her home. Fire your car up. I know you want to go to sleep. I know you want to go to sleep. You want to get her out of here. Get in the car. Drive her. 20 minutes up. 20 minutes back. Yeah, it's an hour. It sucks. Take her home. Then you can wash her hands. Right? <laughs> anyway. Because if you do, if you don't do this correctly, it could cost you way more than you actually need it. Ask Tiger Woods. Ask Mike Tyson. Ask anybody that had the crazy chick. Ask anyone that had the girl up in there uh, uh, trying to uh, rifle through your stuff when you fell asleep. Okay? This is what they're talking about here. Even after casual sex. <laughs> yep, get on the subway. Even after casual sex. Good aftercare reaffirms both partners. You want this, gentlemen. Don't be the tough guy. You just a low quality, low grade, low piece and hang of fruit. Look at your belly. Oh my God. Oh, I can't believe I did that to you. You nasty too. Oh, you certainly don't do this. Don't do this. You want to reaffirm her position till she gets home and safe. Okay. And it says right here, this not only boosts our self-esteem, but it reinforces positive behaviors that make us better lovers and better people. Yes, dude. I know, you're going to think this is corny. You want this. And she's going to be like, I bet you other girls are better for you. Oh, yes, it is. Uh, you listen, no, 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 no. You're the best. You're the best I ever had. Now go. Go on. I'll see you again soon. Don't, yes. Reaffirm her. We'll be together again shortly. And then as soon as she at home, did you make it home? Oh, yes, I made it home. I had a fun night. Good, me too. It was wonderful. You know what? I'm looking forward to seeing you again. And then block her ass. Screenshot. <laughs> block. <laughs> right, if you need to. Screenshot, block, or put her in a rotation. Whatever you want to do. Don't go telling her off. Don't kick her in the booty on the way out of the door. She already feel bad about herself that she was so easy and that she has sexual dysfunction. She already knows. You don't have to go overboard. Yeah. Just, she, you just got to get her to the crib. Reaffirm that she's not a nasty person. She wants to be, I like that you're super nasty. You know, I normally don't do this. I like that you normally, just reaffirm. 
right? And people are trying to steal my shine. But of course, I didn't come up with aftercare. Aftercare has been well known, but I promote aftercare. I don't promote the tough guy. Now, if she wants you to be tough and continue to disrespect her and degrade her, that's another thing. But what I've actually found out is women that like degradation often likes, they like at least for you to be nice afterwards. They don't want to be constantly degraded, right? They want you to be cool afterwards. They, they want you to return back to, okay, you cool, you a nice human being. They, they don't want to be constantly being told who they are. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Screenshot the message. You made it home? Yes. Did you have a wonderful night? She said, I had a great night. Can't wait to see you again. Screenshot. Screenshot. This is very important. This should be more important than getting the woman. Because getting the woman is somewhat easy at these days. Getting the woman and after screen after the after the event is way more important. Let's talk about this woman out here. Florida woman. This guy obviously uh, is a Mac Daddy. Florida woman spikes man's drink with cockroach spray after they met at the bar. Again, this is why I tell you stop meeting people at the bars. I mean, listen, it's not a, just a good place. Look at Crystal Meth. It's Florida. It's Florida. Why did she spike his drink right, with cockroach spray? All right, and you already know when she piece of trailer park trash because uh, she got a lot of roach spray at the house. A Florida woman allegedly spiked the man's drink with roach, uh, raid roach spray after they met at a bar, a local bar. Veronica Klein, age 29, is charged with poisoning food and or drink, according to the county sheriffs, on Friday. Deputies were called to the house and uh, there's a video playing. We're called to the house in uh, Deleon Springs around 4.30 a.m. Y'all niggas should be asleep around there. Where they met a man who had become ill. He said he came home with Klein after she asked him to continue drinking with her. See, if it's too, it, it, this is too much. He said he had two drinks and began feeling sick. Klein allegedly admitted to him uh, that uh, he, she spiked his two drinks with cockroach spray. The victim told deputies he had was vomiting for about 30 minutes before he was able to call for help. He began uh, sick. He became sick again while providing his statement to the deputies. Klein wasn't at the house when deputies arrived. A law enforcement canine tracked her down and she was taken into custody. She was being held in the branch jail without bond pending her first court appearance. Authorities didn't reveal if Klein provided a motive for the alleged poisoning. Did they even have sex? That's the question. Okay, so here's the video of her getting arrested here. Here's the video of her getting arrested. Let's go ahead and play the video here. Uh, is there volume? Talking. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. Do it now. Hands up. Put your hands up. Show me your hands. Walk towards me now. Walk towards me. Get her. Get her. Walk towards me. Get her. Get her, pooch. Stop. Max, Stop get her. Stop right there. Get on your knees. Stay right there. Right here. Watch her. Watch her. Get her. Do not move. You're good. Out of you, boy. Good soup, buddy. Good boy. Good boy. Good boy. Out of you, dog. Way to find out, Batman. Tell him. Reward the dog. Good boy. Good dog. Good souk, buddy. Good boy. Good. Yeah, that's what they. Never mind. Souk. Good. Did soup. he bite you anywhere? Um, just in my knee. Okay. Man, bite her some more. All right. 
Okay. Good job, doggy. Good job, Cujo. Get that, get that, get that piece of trailer park trash. Yeah, we'll grab it. Look Walk at that belly deli. Look at that. Bucks. Good boy. I did good boy. Yeah, okay, get him a snack. <laughs> All right, I guess that's the beginning of the video right there. Um, guys. I know, listen, this always is not going to happen. This is a once, this is a one-off, but um, take your pick. Sometimes it's too good to be true. Um, I, I, I've been past the time of like one night stand hookups at bars, like with randoms. I'm past that point. And I was past that point when I started doing YouTube and dudes were like, well, you just ain't got game. Now they doing a whole bunch of other shit. They, they ain't even doing game no more. And I was like, it ain't even about that. Right. It ain't even about that. Um, going out to seek that out. That was something that's good for your 20s or mid 20s. Right. To get get a couple of, you know, knock a couple. I'm way past that and been past that for at least over a decade or 15 years. All right. That's not a part of what I do. And uh, most of the time it's not even worth it. And the top and to top it off, you do have a lot of predators out here. Um, also, I'm in a I'm in a good financial position, meaning that um, I have good people can see things that I have. I don't have a job but meaning that people can see things and they'll make a judgment about what I have. Thus, if I bring bar maidens home like that and they come see what they have, then I become a target. So it's no point in doing that for me, and it proves nothing for me to get it, and I actually have more to lose than the game, all right? Having a little bit of sex with one of these STI-infected, herpes-ass bar maidens ain't going to be worth it for me, all right? So um, it might be worth it for you because you ain't shit, well, CGA is the whole damn, the whole damn show over here. Uh, but by the way, um, this woman right here, though, by the way, um, this woman, though, if I did meet her uh, half on the baby, half on the baby. All right. Anyway. All right. Let me see here. What do we got here? We have this woman out here, Florida again. PP loan girl goes to jail. PP loan girl goes to jail. Uh, let's go ahead and pull it up here. There it is right here. I did a show on this woman. I did a show on this woman. And uh, she goes by, it says Miami real estate broker was uh, who used uh, 381000 in COVID relief funds on a Bentley luxury apartment gets three and a half years behind bars. All right, so this is the woman here. I did a show on her. And uh, she was out here flossing. There she is in the Bentley. She probably had a sugar daddy. Uh-oh, she did have a sugar daddy out here. She on a boat, and she got her feet out. Mm -hmm. She all plastic and everything. Look at her. She on a yacht. She on the little yacht, too, but she out here. Daddy. All right, who else? What else she got right there? There she is. Oh, not the G-Wagon. She in the G-Wagon? And every probably's body, like, on Instagram, how come she has a good life? She probably sells a lot of houses. Nope. No, she don't sell a lot of houses, fam. What do I tell you about these real estate brokers, man? Real estate people are shady. Oh, and I have a real estate license, and I worked in real estate. Trust me. 80% of the people ain't doing shit. 5% of the people are shady as hell, and 15% of the people are actually doing the work. All right. Most of these people are just doing shit for appearances. They going to open houses, brokers open. They ain't got no business. They mostly unemployed. Most of them trying to uh, uh, scamming their uh, clients using their social security number and shit. But this one, using the PPP loan. Using the PPP loan. And yes, 
Yes, indeed. All right, so let's read the story here just so to catch up with you. It says a Miami real estate broker was sentenced to three and a half years in prison for bilking the government out of $381,000 in COVID relief funds, which she used to splurge on a Bentley luxury apartment and cosmetic products. She didn't save any of it. Danielle Rendon, age 31, pleaded guilty in April to one count of wire fraud, having been indicted in February on six additional counts of wire fraud, two counts of money laundering, and one count of aggravated identity theft. What did I tell you about the identity theft? What did I tell you about that? Um, it is com- it's not common. I'm not going to say it's common. But people in real estate, whether they're mortgage brokers or something like that, and they're flossing and they got a lot of stuff, and they're like, oh, I've been selling houses. It is not uncommon that they stole someone's uh, social security number. It is not uncommon that they stole someone's social security number. All right. And they racked up some credit cards they got. And then what happens is the person can't trace it back. But sometimes it's a mortgage broker or something like that. All right. Not always, but it happens. And it says right here, prosecutors ended up dropping the additional charges. Rendon, a Colombian born mother of three. Damn. Let's go back, Ninja. Mother of three, fam. She looks good for a mom of three. 31, Colombian. What did I tell you about those Colombians? All right. She looks good, too. She looked better naked. Uh, But single Miami. Single mother uh, of a 31-year-old single mother of three. That means she'd been getting pregnant when she was 16, fam. Colombian born. So, you know, it is what it is. Colombian born. So, she was out here. It says right here. Uh, said during her sentencing in the Miami Federal Court Thursday, she got fed charges that her actions had been motivated by insatiable greed. Insatiable greed. I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah, she hiding some weight. It says because it appeared that everybody was fraudulently obtaining C-19 relief funds at the time. So she said everybody was doing it. So I did it too. Of well, No doubt she snitched for that 3.5 years. Once feds uncover Rendon had been fleecing the loan program, however, the one-time ultra-luxury real estate agent realized she hadn't been harming, she hadn't been harming the faceless entity of the U.S. government, but rather countless individuals and businesses that had been walloped by an unparalleled period of economic distress, says right there. And yes, U.S., oh, by the way, if you took some PPP loan, watch out. U.S. District Judge K. Michael Moore said that Rendon's confession, along with her hefty 30-page apology, led him to hand down the lenient sentence, ultimately sparing her an additional year in the clink. Of course, having this body and figure in this face in these cosmetics did not hurt her chances at all. My ass would have got the full, um, full heavy hand of the law. Quote, I'm not even going to get into what he's talking about here. Obviously, she dropped that neck. Allegedly. Alleging. The PPP swindler could could have faced up to 20 years on the loan wire fraud alone. See, that's how they really get you on the PPP. Is that they send it through, they, they wire it to your business account, right? And so then federally, they wire it from one jurisdiction to another, Thus, open up Fed charges if you handle the PPP loans or let's just say you mishandle them. So there you get a wire fraud. Yikes. 
Now you get in Fed charge wire fraud because they give it to you right there on the direct deposit on the deposit. It says right here. And she's going to serve three and a half year sentence while her defense attorney asked for just five years probation. Oh, that would have been, that would have sucked. Yeah, that would have sucked if she only got probation. They need to go down. It says right here, in addition to the jail time, Rendon has to pay, repay $198,990 to the feds. It's a wrap. She got to pay. She going to forever be in debt. So she took out 381. She spent all of it. And she's got to pay back nearly 200,000 to the feds. That ain't going to happen. But she's going to go worm her way into someone's life because one of you simps are going to take this. One of you simps are going to take it. She's not going to tell you about her history. She's going to say, I'm in a bind. And she's going to be like, I'm a little stressed out. I'm in a bind, Nate. You'll be like, why are you stressed out? She's like, well, I'm a little bit behind on my rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. You behind on your rent? Oh, baby, maybe I can help you out. I can fix this that bind. And she's like, yeah, I'm behind on my rent, and I got a few overdue credit cards. Oh, really? How much? Let's lay out your debt. How much in debt are you? I'm in $3,000 worth of debt. Oh, baby, I got you. Drop that neck. All right, yeah. You're going to like, drop that neck. $3,000, that's nothing, baby. I got you. It's barbecue in there. Once you unravel that, she move into your house, then you're going to realize she owed the feds $200,000. You're be like, damn. She ain't going nowhere either. And it says right here, during the early days of the pandemic, the federal government rushed to prop up. Nah, we ain't going to read all that. Everybody knows about all this. Rendon, however, took advantage of a vulnerable program by falsifying records linked to her real estate business, including her annual re uh, revenue, payroll, cost of products, IRS tax info, and number of employees to qualify for the COVID uh, era relief refund. It says right there, or funding. She wound up landing 371,290 PPP loan and $10,000 in the EIDL loan, according to the federal indictment. I'm trying to see here. Rendon, Rendon proceeded to blow the windfall on leasing a 2021 Bentley, uh, Bentley which uh, she flaunted on her Instagram and rented a luxury Biscayne Bay apartment. She also used her ill-gotten gain to cover cosmetic products and refurbish her designer shoes. All right, there you go. Here, of course, bitches out here can't, they need stuff right there. They need All right, yeah, she cooked them books, man. Man, it's a cold, cold world out here, man. You got to watch out for these people in general. And uh, if you don't know, I actually, I actually, um, let me see here. Somebody said the guy's a millionaire. He had a girl move in, and now he can't get her to leave. By the way, I actually told you guys at the time, don't go for the PPP loan. All right, don't do it. And people are like, but it's a loan. It's a grant. But they treat it like a loan after a while. And I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. But why? You can come up. It's free money. I mean, it is. You, some people got away with it. A lot of Republicans got away with it, too. But they have their business affairs in order, apparently. All right. A lot of ninjas don't went to jail. All right, let me get in here. Lone Revolver says, don't be Reverend X when doing aftercare. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Nah. Don't be Reverend X with aftercare. Do not be that guy. Please don't. And he says here, uh, Curtis Blow 
says, uh, God can't roll the miles back on that kitty. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, all you got to do is, right? All you got to do is, coach, put your paperwork down. You have an LLC. You got five of them. Okay, you take each one. Dude, I, I saw people doing this. All right, if you got an LLC, fam, what you do is you take five LLCs, and what you'll do is, what you'll do is you'll apply. You'll say you have five employees for each LLC. All right, and what you'll do is you take the five employees for five LLCs, but they work for the five LLCs in total. They'll think you have 25 employees, Sean, but you really have five, but you really don't have any employees. And then what you will say is your intended revenue would be here, but you have to shutter your business, right? I saw people doing this shit, and I was like, I'm not doing it. And then they was hustling unemployment, all of that stuff. This is actually a disgrace. Right. Don't you know this is not gonna end well? Shout out to you for the co-sponsorship for Kurt. We'll call you unknown Curtis Blow. I'm rich, bitch. All right. <laughs> I had neighbors trying to get me. All right. I had neighbors trying to get me to do shit, man. I was like, man, they was like, what you do is you push the order, you go on the website, you go on the state website, and then you say you unemployed, but you still work at your job. You still working your job over here, but you unemployed over here. They don't know. Just take money under the table. You got your business shuttered. It ain't your fault that they shuttered your business. Man, I'm going to be out here. They were scamming unemployment. And I told you, they they had that shit, man. They caught people. They caught people up. And they going to still catch people, too. Oh, they still going to catch people. They still catching people on this. It's dude, I'm like, nah, they're going to be catching people for the next 10 years on this. Kaylin says this one's for the coach game. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not doing that one, no. All right, all right, chill, man. Yo, man, hey. <laughs> hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. What are we doing here? Uh, Thomas says, I found out that my ex-wife has a rather nasty contagious herpes outbreak because she just can't stop getting herself off. Hold up for a second. I'm going to have to give you the. What that mean? She got, she got herpes because she, she can't stop touching herself. No. And my logical ass says, uh, we'll stop doing it. And her response is that it's part of her routine and helps her manage stress. Send it. Yeah, we sending it on this shit, man. Okay. This is the same woman who decided to get into a relationship with a guy that is literally asexual and two hours away. Mental health is real out here. Question, what does it mean when she accepts your attention and validation only to treat you like garbage, garbage the next time you see her? Shout out to the coach and the coach gang. Man, get rid of the whole woman, please. Get rid of this woman. <laughs> this woman is, yo, I don't think you can get herpes from touching yourself and not cleaning your vibrator. Get rid of this woman, right? Trying. Oh, my gosh. And by the way, this is common, more common than you think in relationships and marriage. All right. You says, um, what happens is if you accept her attention and validation that she treats you like garbage, you ain't the only bull in the ring. Ay, ay, ay. That's weird. 
that that was weird. But a lot of us are dealing with weirdos out here. She got her pe- man. <laughs> what do we got, right? Macaroni Tony, man, you preaching. Even if it's the JUCO, don't play Miss Dr. Fix It. I've learned the hard way. They don't see their potential. They don't see their potential, only their problems. Yeah, they don't. They don't see it. As much as I know, and I've worked with younger women for a long time, meaning in college and high school, they are. They typically don't fix their issues. They don't. They typically let their issues boil over and spill over into everybody's lives. Then they'll figure out how to get it. And then a man is the ultimate solution. And even then, most of the time it doesn't. They don't fix it. Or they'll, they'll actually, I had a phrase for this. They basically shift their problems to multiple people, right? Parents. But you might not talk to the parents and communicate to the parents. You might meet her and she says, hey, my life is easy, no sweat. And I have a, you know, she'll have, a, I have a small footprint. I don't take up much space and I don't have much bills. Well, her parents and her parents done bailed her the hell out. You don't know this. It could be an ex-boyfriend. It could be you. It could be her friends then loan her money. It could be sugar daddy. It could be a guy who wants to fornicate with her and her tires blow out. And, it's, and then that guy will come in. I've seen this happen. I've seen this. I've seen this women are down bad. Their whole tires will blow out. She'll be standing on the curb. Some ninja will come. Oh, honey, hi. And she's out just, oh, my gosh. She's like, I got $200 in my account. No, she's down $400,000. Right? She's not down. And I just can't afford four tires. This ninja will buy the tires for her. Oh, thank you. You fixed everything. You ain't even touched. You ain't even touched. The bare minimum of her fixing, fam. She got a storage container that they're about to sell and auction her shit out. She got IRS tax problems. Her bank account, several bank accounts under her Venmo and Cash App is in the negative. She got shoplifting record. Parents done bailed her out. She still lives with her parents. Her daddy kicked her out, choked her, and told her to never come back. (laughs) She lost custody of her kids. <laughs> Man. And this is the, the majority of women in America. Stop. Student loan debt. Debt collectors blowing up her phone. She tried to get processed. <laughs> she has stuff that would break a man. A man would break down. We would break down and beg for the sky daddy Allah God to help me Lord we would be stressed out we would break out in a rash but anyway and she's broke yes let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke dead flat stony broke I've got three dollars and 85 cents <laughs> in my purse yes indeed and the older she is, the more likely she has this. Her, she owes the daycare money. She owes her kids daycare money. Her kids, her kids' bank account has been raided and pirated. Her kids had $7,500 in savings. She done raided and aired that shit out. And she got IOUs in the piggy bank, in her kids' piggy bank. <laughs> right? 
She done raided that kid's bank account that her, her the grandparents, the dad's grandparents saved, and she somehow got the count number. <laughs> Fire alarm beeping. All right, man, please. Smoke detector beep. Yep. Just, she got some. If you, th- this is why we tell you, if her smoke detector beep, beeping, she, she got many of these other problems. This is just the tip of the iceberg. That's just the tip of the iceberg. If her smoke detector beeping, she certainly, she has all these other problems. She can't hear the damn thing. And you wonder, why can't women hear it? Because they got all these other, they waiting for her, she waiting for her doorbell to ring for the process server to kick in the door. All right. She waiting to be arrested at any moment. All right, let me stop. Uh, we got our brother here. Let me see what I should call you. It's the Black King Salmon. He says, uh, my bad for the typos. He says, no divorce, no child support, but I'm facing domestic violence charges. And he says, I just needed a reset. I also have invested in tools, 25, and a 2,500 diesel truck payments kicking me, but it's worth it for moving lumber and material, so you need that truck. And he says, so uh, she was a Colombian, screwed me pretty good. She didn't show up to court. So they dropped it to disturbing the peace. Everything you said is true about them. It's all about feelings. I was caught up like Usher. And he says, went to court five times. You are right. They bent men over in that courtroom and dog, they tripped out. He says, I heard some say, he says, I heard some shit, shitty things being discussed. I could not believe, but as a man, we have to learn the hard way. Thanks again, man. Indeed. You actually know, man. You go into court, you're going to be like, <laughs> like people are doing this. It's unbelievable. And deadly, deadly. Come on, fam. <laughs> Come on, man. Anyway, he says, this is the last time, fam. She, he says, when mama taught you to be the nice guy, she meant post-sex aftercare. All right, shout out to you. But, bruh, I'm not stopping the show no more. I know, man. I understand, but come on. All right, where are we at here? Got Chairman Mo, and we're going to get into the main event. Is it the two-hour mark? I got to get going. He says, good morning from China. He says, I'm watching this while at work. LOL. He says, when you said about the PP loans is 100%, the NWO always has a game within a game within a scam. They are catching all of the low-level normies, like the lady who ripped off the PPP loan in order to make up for all the lost time where they couldn't fill up the prison industrial complex. Indeed. He says, um, during the shutdown. Also, they want you to be tied up in more debt so they can enslave more of you. This is the game within the game within the scam that the coach has been warning you about for everything that you see all around you. Pay attention, people. It is a cold, evil world out here. It's an evil world we live in. Indeed. Guys, I saw that coming a mile away. Because then they were like, yeah, it works like a grant, but it's technically a loan if this happens. I was like, hell no. <laughs> Is this the government we're talking about? Hell to the no. Shout out to our brother here. Taramic Adams roses are red. It's my favorite color. It's almost the first of the month, and your rent's due out here. We're almost there to the main event. Shout out to the rent due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Bob says, did a uh, college junior give some of your money back when you're done with her? I think you mean when a junior, did she give some of your money back? It happened to me. She looked at me. With the goo-goo eyes. Oh, she, this is called backdoor relationship. You'll find that that women do that as well. All right, so it's kind of one of those things you want to avoid. 
All right, so she's backdooring into her, to her relationship. All right, so she tricked you. That's called a bait and switch, guys. If they do that to you and you, you're comfortable just going and said, here you go, leave, right? That's what you're doing. You're comfortable with that. And she said, oh, no, don't worry about it. I'm kind of liking you, and maybe we can forget all that, and we can figure it out. Don't do it. That's a manip- She used manipulation to get in there, and now that she's in there, she want to go ahead and plank, plunk her flag down. No. Say, no, this is what we agreed to. That's what it's going to be. All right, never go for the bait and switch, guys. All right, we got Brown through and oh, shout out to you. All right, let's get to this main event here. Oh, man, this might take a while here. All right, anyway. Check this out. This is a woman who is going to claim. We're going to give you the 23 things. Why people that get divorced, these are all petty reasons why people get divorced. And thus, this will give you a clue in as to why people are actually getting divorced. Right? You might think that it's some blow up. But what you'll find that there's some other petty reasons why people get divorced here. All right. Uh. This woman here, let's listen to this video. Listen to this video right here. Husband is happily remarried. When I was in my early 30s, I divorced my husband. We didn't have any major issues. Our relationship was just challenged after having kids. I was a stay-at-home mom and I expected him to do more of the housework and childcare when he worked full-time. He did help me when I asked, but I started to ask more of him and I burnt him out. I used to have him wrapped around my finger and I used that as an advantage to get what I want. He eventually got tired of it. I started threatening to divorce him and he said he knew the baby was just stressing us out and he would like to make it work but when I was 30 I thought I was a great catch because I'm still very beautiful for my age and I lost my mom bod so I thought I could do better than him so I left him, I got our house and the divorce and we share joint custody of our son. Fast forward now I'm 41 and still single and my ex-husband is 41 and got remarried to a 31 year old woman who is incredibly beautiful. They had their daughter 3 years ago. He bought a new house, my son loves going to his dad's to spend time with his other family and I'm not gonna lie it makes me jealous. She has it all. She took my husband, she took my kid, she took my life that was once all mine and all I have is the house we created our family in. And now I live in an empty house. I'm 41, I gained 20 pounds, I've got wrinkles, and I'm alone and miserable. I've had short-term relationships after the divorce but they never worked out. Men just don't want an old woman like me with a child and I've noticed that men with kids just have a better time dating with kids than we do and I hate it. I'm not happy anymore. I wish I could go back when I was younger and I would have stopped being so childish. I wouldn't wish this life on my worst enemy. I regret. Now, people might think that this is fake, some sort of Reddit post that they listen. This happens to all of them. This happens to all of them. Some of them will even cope. I'm happy being free in 52. They also tell you all this shit, but they they will regret it and they will definitely hate the father more than they love the child and they'll still give the father hell. So this is a common thing that you will hear. Not a lot of people will admit it, but they kind of all feel like this after a while. All right. It's just their nature. Um, hypergamy is a drug. It is a hell of a drug. Hypergamy is a hell of a drug, right? Meaning that they can't, it's kind of like testosterone. You know what I mean? Like we can't explain it. And even if we try to explain to the, even the dullest, dumbest woman, why do men look at other women? Why do men fantasize about other women? Why do men want to put their prick in all these women? Aren't they nasty? Don't you just want one woman? No. Why? Why? Why can't men do that? Testosterone. That's why. Mm. Testosterone. It's a hell of a drug. All right. Now, on their side, you're like, why do women ruin things to try to level up? I do. You know why? They can't help it. It's a hell of a drug. 
They always want to do better. So they always going to see the shinier, bigger, better thing. They don't have long, they don't have long planning and don't tell me, well, he was mad and mean. He was a mean old man. No, he wasn't. You tried to level up. You tested the market. Your ass lost. You lost. <laughs> All, right. All right. So anyway, and take that L. Just like when we do something, we got to hold that L. Hold that L. We'll never understand it, but they, guys, we see it in their everyday life. No matter how good of a life you give them, eventually they'll become accustomed to it, and they'll be like, sit there like, wait a minute. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> These things don't mean anything to me. She'll be in her closet with 50 pair of shoes, five of them orange Louis Vuitton boxes, all right, a closet full of clothes, and then she'll say, well, I hope you don't think these things bought my love. These things don't mean anything. I still need to be happy. And you're sitting there like, you goof. Okay, let's sell all the shit. Mm. <laughs> right? <laughs> all right. No, I'm not going to sell it. I thought they didn't mean anything. You're just dealing with that. So testosterone, hypergamy. Anyway. Let's get to this one right here. 23 things according to the new world. New, 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 new world order. Why do people get divorced? You think they get divorced because somebody cheated. Guys, that's very rare. All right, now people do cheat, but normally the cheating was already, uh, the cheating is a symptom of something else. You'll find that the person there was sex, there was a whole bunch of things. All right, but um, let's get to it. Let's get to it. 23 things, 20, it's, oh, wait a minute. 23 people just got real about the reason why they got divorced. And you'll be so happy you're single. Yeah. All right. Let's face it. Getting divorced is usually pretty messy. Though all the drama and tears, through all the drama and tears, there's always a moment where it was obvious you and your ex wouldn't last. And let me continue here. It says right here. Let me just go through them real quick. Number one, when I realized I was more at peace when he wasn't around, I was calmer, less anxious, and smiling more. Well, that sounds like she's blaming him, but I can understand. And it's all by the way, she. By the way, this woman probably begged for the marriage. Also, when I realized I would uh, smoother my smile or hide happy news so he wouldn't have a chance to ruin whatever I was enjoying, I can relate to this. Now, this wasn't something big. This is petty. This is small. This is something that she volunteered for. She's not a victim. But, of course, she found out, you know, the person I'm with is somewhat chaotic, maybe immature. And that, you know, you had something good going for it, and that person ruined it. Both genders can do this. Women typically are going to do it more than men. But, yes, I can understand when men do it to women as well. So, she's like, I wouldn't even, um, he's such a, there's such a pity, pitiful person and a depressed person. When you have happy news, they ruin it. And I was talking about that the other day. Let's go to the next one. Number two. When we were out for date night and I realized I'd rather be with literally anyone else I knew. This is a married person talking. This is a married person talking. Like, when did you realize that? You went out for a date night. I don't know if this is a person. Is this a woman? I don't know who. I can't tell the gender. But now they're married. They're linked. They have kids. They have an investment. They have a house, car, Oh, you know what, what it was? It was we were, I, I wanted to be someone with someone else. That's all. No cheating, no nothing. It says right here. When I had traveled for work for a few weeks, I set up the house for success before I left. So this sounds like the woman talking. Arranged cleaners every week, made frozen meals, and left a full stock of snack in the pantry. 
Even did all the laundry before I left and got my ex gift cards so he could order needed. When I got home, the house was a disaster. None of the frozen meals and snacks were eaten. He had taken our kids out to eat every night. His credit card was completely maxed out because of this. He only did laundry once, and it was his boxers. All right, so, all right. I don't think that's somewhat, I don't think that's petty. But you could have saw that coming. All right, you probably saw that coming, and she didn't. Now it's time to divorce. Okay. Number four, when all the things, mannerisms that you that you used to love about them now make you cringe. Okay, there you go. See, this is what I'm talking about. Why would you marry? Okay, so he stirs his coffee. He sneezes funny. She got fat. He was once funny. Now he's annoying. You know, you both farted, but now, you know, you guys both farted and used to laugh. Now he's still farting or she's still farting and laughing. Now the mannerisms that I used to love now make you cringe. Divorce. Mm. Like, think about this. This is petty. So I'm going to blow up the entire family. Start a husband shit. What's the next one? Number five, driving home from work, coming around the corner and feeling disappointed to see her car in the driveway. <laughs> you guys are going to get, this is why, man, I know people think, I know people think this is petty and these are certainly petty, but trust me, couples feel this way about each other. And thus, when you hear why they got divorced, it's normally not the reason because if they told you this, you would be like, really? You could have worked this out. But indeed, no. So they have to make up some crazier, oh, he was cheating and I just this, and he wouldn't that, and she wouldn't this. He says, CGA has been saying these. Yep, I'm telling you, I've been here, I've been around, and trust me, these aren't just my experiences. You have to remember, married people often are around other married people. And you hear these things when you're married. But then what you'll try to do is like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. And, you know, you know, don't bring your problems to me. But you also are dealing with petty shit. All right, let's go to the next one here. It says, when she told me how inconvenient my dad's cancer diagnosis was a year after my mom died from cancer. Yes. I told you, God. Yeah, it's always the same tropes. He was cheating. She was stealing money. Um, I'm not happy. Sexist marriage. Um, you, you know, abusive, controlling, insecure. He was, but guys, that is just the, those are things that happen after the marriage is already implored. And I told you about this as well. Parents dying will impact your marriage. So if her parents die, it's going to impact your marriage. If they get sick, it's going to impact your marriage, yes. Sometimes people's parents die, and then they don't have a connection with the spouse anymore, right? The family lineage dies, and they're like, I really don't feel like I want to be married anymore. I've heard and seen that. I've seen that on both genders, where the parents will die, and then it's like, uh, you know, I don't feel like going forward anymore. I, I, this is a new change for me. And so this guy is saying, hey, you know what? Your dad's can cancer was inconveniencing me, right? This is, this is not what I signed up for. Number seven, when he forced me to leave a family reunion that was supposed to last for three days 
with family I hadn't seen in years and missed deeply after about 12 hours because he was bored. Okay, there you go. Again, family gets in the way. Family gets in the way. And I also said, once you don't go the route of the family, once you start saying, you know what, man? Hey, listen, man, I ain't going to all your family shit. I'm not staying here for three days. I don't know none of these people. This is boring to me. I'm going to go home. Um, now, if he forces her to come with, then controlling. If he leaves and she stays, the family going to uh, roast his ass. And then you, know, you need to leave him. He family, our family is important. If your family is pretty much non-existent, your family doesn't get together often, but her family does or vice versa, it's going to ruin your marriage. If because you'll eventually have to be dragged everywhere she or he wants to go. He don't care about your effing family, not three days worth. So if he would have led by himself, he knows it would have worked against him. But guys, this will ruin marriages. They ain't lying. And imagine, now you got to dice your kids up. Your kids got to live out of a backpack. You got to dice up all the community property. You got to go through hell and high water. You got to deal with three, 10 years of co-parenting because you left the family reunion, ninja. And yes, three days is excessive as hell, right? Excessive. We stopped sleeping together in the same bed. We both knew it was over, but kept things on cruise control for a couple of years because of our kids. Again, proving my point, the marriage is over well before the divorce. We were like two ships passing in the night, and they let this go on for two years. We both knew it but ignored it for a while. Then one day we sat and talked and agreed we should divorce. It was 100% amicable. Doesn't mean that the divorce went well. Okay, but what did I tell you about this? When people... I said, by the time the divorce happens, it was over a year or two prior than that, if not more. But now, you guys kept up, you know, you guys saved face to save face and kept up the act for everybody to think you had a happy marriage and you did this for two years, sleeping in separate rooms. Number nine, my ex thought I was working out of town. She had been having an affair for about three months, totally thought I didn't know. And she had me baffled. Or, yeah, Buffalo. Uh, this was way back before cell phones, but she had been call forwarding our phone to her new boyfriend's number. So when I called her, I would think I was reaching her at our apartment. I came home at 10 p.m. one evening and she wasn't home. I called her boyfriend's number and she answered the phone. There you go right there. Okay, number 10. When he told me he married me to punish me for getting pregnant and he was going to spend the rest of his life making my life hell because I stole his childhood friends. He was 24. Now, when people think I make up this marital thing, people don't think these things exist. This is common fam. Yep. Kept up appearances. That's what I meant. People get married for all the ridiculous reasons. And sometimes they loved each other. Number 11, left work to drive home, hour commute, passed an apartment complex with a vacancy sign, started thinking seriously about why I was driving home. Divorce. <laughs> Divorce. Divorce. Oh, you know what? I would love to live in my own place. Guess what? That sparked it. Number 12, when she told me, she didn't want to be with me anymore less than two days after I was released from the hospital after a widow maker 
heart attack. Very common. Health will mess up a family real fast. And it will reveal, you know, for better or for worse, for sicker, wait, and sickness and an health. He had a heart attack, comes home, divorce. <laughs> oh, man. Number 13, I realized I wasn't myself anymore. Look at this look. Look. Oh, you know what? I changed. Remember, the 24-year-old woman you married is now 34. And she says, you know what? I realized I wasn't myself anymore. I was angry and bitter all the time. Our marriage had basically turned into a roommate situation. No love, no sex, no intimacy of any kind. Barely speaking, I dreaded hearing his car pull in, up in the driveway at the end of the day. Right there. Divorce. This is very common. <laughs> it's never like some crazy, he beat the, he beat the, he beat the, uh, he beat the piss out of me. For five years straight, it's barely that. Normally, if there's a domestic violence situation, it's normally as a result of one or both people being petty. So that some shit was happening before the fisticuffs start flying. If one person is cheating, it's normally this other shit that happened before that, then the cheating. Trust me on this. Trust me on this. 14, when I felt like I was walking on eggshells at home, that's obviously a man. That's obviously a man. 15, when I no longer wanted him to touch me, kiss me, or look at me. When the sound of his voice, the way he walked, and every little thing about him annoyed me. We talked about divorce prior to it happening. Oh, and we tried to work it out, but she was already disconnected. She emotionally divorced him. But the way I was feeling never changed. It wasn't fair to him to keep trying, but I need that community property. I need them kids to live out of backpacks. I need my alimony and child support. You see what I mean? So she talked about the divorce. And, and by the way, I also said, soon as you talk about divorce, the marriage is over. Soon as someone playfully says, oh, if you do that, I'm going to divorce you. It's a wrap. They're already thinking about the divorce. And soon as you discuss a possible impending divorce, it's a wrap. Just go ahead and get the divorce, right? And get it sooner than later. Number 16, when I would hear the garage door opening and a wave of dread would sweep over me. Ninja. So they're fine. Men or women. This could be a man or a woman. You're cool. She's fine. Then the garage. You're, honey, I'm home. Her mood changes. By the way, I showed a meme of a woman doing this on TikTok. I showed a meme of a do woman doing this on TikTok. And people were calling her completely toxic. She said, me waiting for my husband to come home because I miss him, but then treating him like shit once he come, walks through the door. And she was doing like a little dance. All right, anybody remember that meme? And she was like a fat snow cow from Iowa. But what she was saying was, hey, I miss this guy, but then when he comes home, I treat him like shit as a response to gain control and and, and dictate where the rest of the, the evening's going to go. And she was like, yep, that's what I do. I think she was saying this is my toxic trait. All right. I don't save these memes, but I hope you remember them. This is exactly what that was. 17, when I found out that my husband was cheating on me on my birthday, no less than four months after we had gotten married, he tried to make it up to me. But every time he text called or I saw him, I just got angry. 
So it was over from the start. He started cheating. There it is right there. It was over from the start. And that is common too. Men do uh, cheat on their wives early on in the marriage. <laughs> All right. Sometimes the wife catches it. Sometimes they don't. But uh, Ninja ain't ready to settle down. 18. It was weird. I was sitting on the couch and she was in the recliner. I looked at her and it was like I didn't even know her. I thought, I don't like you. I wouldn't even date you now. We just grew apart. I said, do you want to break up? She replied, I thought you'd never asked. Yep. It's been over for it's been over for a while. It was amicable and we went our separate ways. No hard feelings. It was just done. Ninja. All it took was one person to just say, let's put an end to this bullshit. We just keeping up with appearances. This shit is over. <laughs> Guys, I know people are thinking these are these are untrue. This is not untrue. This is how the shit goes down. And you think these are just one-offs. This is not. This is probably more common than people were willing to admit. Next, number nine. When I would, I'm sorry, 19. When I would rather be when I would rather be miserable at work instead of being miserable at home. At least at work, I felt like I was making progress. This is from the movie Couples Retreat. Men stay at work longer. Women start to say, I want to focus on my career. Once she starts doing that, she don't want to be at home. Once he starts doing that, he don't want to come home. He don't want to be at home. He don't want to be miserable at home. All right, so that he or she will just stay at work. Number 20, the moment you, and by the way, women returning to work like this, they're done with the marriage, right? I just want to make sure I'm contributing to the, they want to go to work and more likely affairs are going to happen at work. They're going to meet a work husband. They're going to hide behind not being with you, meaning that they don't have to wait for the garage door to open and you to come in. Honey, I'm home. She don't want to be there for that. So she's going to use work to hide away from that. Then maybe say, I got to work till 730, right? Not come home. You know, that's what people do. People do this. And they cope and cope and cope. Number 20, the moment you don't give a F about whether your partner is happy, sad, angry, or hurt, that's when you know. Yikes. Number 21, woke up one morning and I didn't feel married anymore. That was it. God dang, fam. I'm not married anymore. Number 22, Seven or so years of on and off counseling. That's a waste of time. When the last therapist quit mid-session session, after telling us that my ex, quote, was just using the sessions to complain about me, refusing to actually work on herself, and that she didn't see the point in us continuing with the sessions, I knew it was time. In fact, that happened to me. It wasn't seven years. It was only three marriage counselings. I only made it three. And I told them this, nope. And by the way, this behavior continued for the last 10 years, just blaming me uh, just for just about everything. And I haven't even been around them for 10 years. All right. And I still am the problem for some reason. And so the sessions tend to just be him doing that, him doing this, him doing that. What are you doing? And I actually, one of the sessions I actually got them to recognize that that person had a problem as well. And it was related to substances and shit like that then that changed the entire direction of what was going on. It actually opened up the possibility as to why she was behaving funny, right? And then it, she had to get real with the counselor. Then they had to try to get real with me, but then I was like, I'm done. All right, 
So what he did was what women tend to do is they hide behind therapy and counseling. Uh, men will do this as well, but I think men generally want to go to therapy and counseling to fix an issue. Women will have two and three therapists. They will therapist shop only for the therapist to want to um, be a cope, meaning that the therapist will say, yeah, well, you have a history of this and that, and this is why you tend to put up with this and that. So women hide behind therapy and counseling. Women, men tend to need therapy and counseling if they go, tend to. All right, this is the truth of fact. 23, last, my ex looked at me and said, I have no idea why I'm with you. <laughs> you guys think this is a game. You know I don't love you, but I can't work out. It can't work. I can't work out if it's because I care about you or if it's because you do everything and pay for everything. I felt like time stopped still for a second, and I realized you could legitimately fall out of love with somebody in a split second. You guys think this is a joke, fam. You guys think this is a joke. I've been telling you this for a long time. Well, you really didn't love each other. Oh, you did. You, you know what? People act like that the people who get married and divorced, they never loved each other. Well, it wasn't real love. No, it was. It was. They generally thought that they were the one. It was not a joke. And then all of a sudden, this person just confirmed it. I realize you can legitimately fall out of love with someone in a split second. This is why I don't believe in love because it's a fleeting emotion. It's an emotion and it's dependent on conditions. Once the conditions are aren't met anymore, it's just not there anymore. And it's okay. I wish people would stop coping. Well, that's not real love. No, that's certainly love. That's how it works. You were in love and now you're not. It's okay. Let's just agree that that is a possibility and it's highly possible. It's okay. Doesn't mean you're a bad person. But let's just tell people that this is real. And unfortunately, because how marriage works, you got commingle funds, finances, children, families. You have work. You have how you're going to live. You have all of these things wrapped up in the fact that love just came and went. And now. <laughs> right. What a world we live in. Unbelievable. Anyway, I hope you learned something on that. Let me get to these super chats. Just to let you guys know, when we talk about marriage and divorce, I come from the perspective of it's an imperfect thing that people are trying to make perfect. And I'm saying it's very imperfect. And you will be astonished at the amount of people who break up and, and, and basically torpedo everything because they were in love and fell out. And it happened long before that. And it wasn't some one thing that was the, it was normally the straw that broke the camel's back. It was normally somebody got caught cheating, but that was, that was the symptom of something greater or a whole bunch of death by a thousand cuts. Stop. The 10th man says CGA giving a million dollars worth of game for free. Absolutely crazy. Isn't it? I kick myself. <laughs> All right. But uh, yes, for the people who think, you know what I mean? Like ninja. I tell you, I'm underpaid for this shit. All right, for sure. All right, no, no kickback money. What do we got here? Late Escape says you can't avoid of you can't avoid death, but you can't avoid some stress, free agent lifestyle for life. All right, uh, let's see here. Deadly Edley with the correction. Deadly Edley. 
Shout out to you. He says, when mama taught you to be the nice guy, she meant post-sex aftercare. See, Hustle, my kid's mother, did this to me at 25. She thought she could do better, got ran through. She just learned that I'm recently single, trying to be nice, and made some sexual advances, curved her twice, run men. Don't take her back. Deadly Etley, I was cleaning out my small balance crypto wallet on Coinbase using my Coinbase debit card. The wallet doesn't meet the minimum amount to sell them. I am a brokey, Sean. All right, shout out to the brokeys in the building. All right, but appreciate you with that co-sponsorship. All right, uh, we got Marilyn Guy says, drum roll, please. Coach, you ain't lying about women. I know someone whose son went over her his friend's house, and the son said they were living in the dark with flashlights because the mom hadn't paid her electric bill. When I tell you that it is common, even of working career women, um, now they have auto pay to kind of get them around this. But even then, I know women who have good incomes that that happens to. It happens to them. And they have good incomes. All right, but good income doesn't mean you have a good um, uh, asset liabilities, right? Doesn't mean you have good financial habits. So you can make 60, 70K. I know women that have that, and they got to hide their car so it doesn't get repossessed. I mean, I, I, so when a woman says, well, I make 80K and I'm a middleman, I don't give a shit. That don't mean you good with money. <laughs> that doesn't mean you good with money. That doesn't mean you keep a clean house. That doesn't mean you make a good mate. That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. Because I've seen it. I've seen way too much of that shit. That doesn't mean you maintain your car and get oil chains and car washes. All right, that doesn't mean you put our armor all on your dashboard and you put air in your tire and you check your tires. It means nothing to me. Like, that is just, that's just a coke. That's just a cop out. Anyway. 80K, I know women that make big money and they are financially irresponsible, in debt. So then when they use that, well, I'll probably make more money than you. It don't mean nothing. All right, let me see that bat. Let me see them books. <laughs> yep, they ain't, rent ain't paid on time. They getting the notice on the door, three days, pay or leave. And you're like, what's going on here? Oh, don't worry about all that. All right, shout out to Kaylin says, sorry for the previous question, coach. He says, I thought that I give it a shot since we're talking about aftercare. No problem. JC says my 75 year old unk banned. Got, I guess you said got banned from bingo for clapping cheeks. <laughs> All right. He definitely out there in these streets. All right. Good Lord. Have mercy. Yep. Oil leaking. Check out engine light on. All right. Um, and these people tend to be, uh, you know, people who have to get their extensions done and their wig, they they spend thousands of dollars just on their hair because if they're career-oriented, they have to spend this excess amount, right, getting their nails done and shit like that, and they're still looking for a sugar daddy. They're still looking for a six-figure guy. Why, why do you think that? Why do you think that? That's because even though they have all of this, doesn't guarantee that they're financially, fiscally sound. Now, there is a rare case that women do get men out of these bad situations. So the man comes in with bad credit. The woman's credit's good, and then she'll pay down the man's credit and ruin her whole shit, all right? Now, this is common of white women that date black men, but that's... I'm just throwing this out there generally. Don't get offended. Remember, I have to tell things generally. I don't know you. 
Black women typically aren't dumb enough to do this, but they'll do it. But white women be having A-plus credit, and they'll F up their credit for a ninja. But anyway, let's continue. Shout out to Desmond, says Coach. I was at a women's apartment the other night, and I was snuggling, trying to catch a free ride. However, do you mean sniggling or snuggling? I was snuggling, trying to catch a free ride. However, she refused at the last minute. So an hour later, I called my favorite dark side girl, dark side for life. All right. Uh Uh-oh. All right. Okay. I see you. I see you. Uh, anyway, yeah, fat 49ers, you know, fat white women. Yeah, they be messing up their whole credit for Pookie. But I'm just, I'm just letting you know, you know, black women might do it as well. They do it, but not as much, but they'll do it. But it'll be for a Pookie, so you already should have known. <laughs> you should have known. <laughs> Sisters, I'm not letting you know. You should have known you was actually trying to uh, pay for Pookie. I'm not getting no excuses. Now, the Pogs have an excuse. They didn't know who was Pookie. They thought they was getting an upstanding guy, but he was a Pookie. So I'm just letting you know. I'm being very general, too. I'm being very general. Yeah, going to get that Hellcat. But sisters will do that, or they'll, you know, I know white women that pay black men's child support. Now, I don't know any sisters that have done that. I just haven't had any experience. But I've known white women to be with a guy and have paid all his child support arrears, Ninja. Yo, and this was a pog. It was a thick, she was a thick white woman. With blonde extensions, of course, I beat. <laughs> all right, but, but she told me she paid a Ninja's whole child support arrears. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, my God, damn. But then want me to pay for dinner. See, that's where I get pissed. Now, that's where I get pissed. She wanted me to kind of treat her nice and pay for dinners and take her out and go to stuff with her. And she had a she had her own business. This woman had her own business. My Lord have mercy. Oh, and she still was attached to that guy. Like, that guy was playing her for a fool. She was in love with that guy. And I think he even might have been married or separated. But she was in love with that guy. She would do anything with him. Now, I would mess with her in the interim, and she would go back. Like, she was always, that guy was there for years. And I would be like, man, what is going, and I've seen the picture of the ninja. I'm like, him? Oh, my Lord. He must be putting it on you and blowing that back out. He must be hitting that bottom. (laughs) I was like, yo, it's unbelievable, man. Yes, this is a common mate guarding tactic, guys. Just because a woman's paying for you doesn't mean she's loving you. That means she's trying to get you and keep you. It's a mate guarding tactic. Don't. Don't feel special, Ninja. I mean, you can feel special, but just understand she's buying you and buying time. It's similar to me if I went to a woman and I led with my wallet and I would say, oh, no, 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 no. I'll pay your allowance. I'll pay your rent. I'll pay this. Just see me three, four, five times a week. Just You're, you're just buying them. You're just buying them and you're using your money to influence you. But Ninjas think, oh, well, a girl don't, a girl don't like you if she ain't paying for you. I mean, okay, you could say that, but... You know, don't feel too, too special. She's buying you. She actually is keeping you from seeing other girls. Because she know your dumb ass going to run back, right? Just like a woman will run back to me. Okay, he's giving me money and goods and gifts, making me feel good. And she's going to keep coming to me because I'm, I'm supporting. But anyway, but on your side, on your side, you're the one that can get her pregnant. Now she really bought you. She bought a baby. Hey. 
wife on a baby. Now you got her knocked up. And if she's over 40, Ninja, she bought you, Ninja. If she's over 40, she bought you. You a slave, Ninja. That's what you are. If she's over 38 and she's doing this, she bought you. Period. There ain't no other explanation. I'm <laughs> And she keeping track of them receipts, man. Oh, you going to owe her because if you cut her off, she's going to be like, well, you owe me $15,728. I paid off 8000 of your child support reels. <laughs> I bought you all of them Coogee sweaters. I bought you them gators. I bought you all this shit. She going to have all the receipts. She going to come out, especially if she a white woman. She going to come out, receipt. She going to be licking papers in the courtroom. Receipts on your ass. Receipts. I paid for this. I paid for that, Ninja. Black women will do it too, man. Uh, Latino women don't do shit like this. <laughs> they don't do shit like that. They just call all of their essays up and bought those, and they roll up on you in the 6 foe with the three-wheel motion, all right, with the, with the, with the rag-top tray, and they pull up on you, and they say, Odele, vato, and they come over here and say, are you loco? Yeah, with the express, express shell spreadsheet. They got the Excel spreadsheet on your ass. I've been keeping track of everything I paid for, Ninja. So it's not a payment. This is a loan, Ninja. This is a loan. And she will light your shit up. <laughs> Latina women will be like, all right, it's all right. But she got five babies by you already. What about Filipinas? Filipinas are like Latinas, so they're not, they less ling-ling and more Latina. But, uh, you know, real ling-lings, they just be pouring bleach in your cup. And they know just the right amount. They're like, well, you're just going to have to go. And I'm not going back on the boat. So you going to have to drink Drano. <laughs> All right. Look, man, I got to get up out of here, man. Shout out to the Latina chicks out here. Now I got to cut you. Yeah, they're going to have to cut you. Somebody cutting you. You getting stabbed by somebody. You getting stabbed. <laughs> All right. Anyway, look, shout out to y'all, man. Look, um, <laughs> all right yeah yeah anyway shout out to the same thing hey look look shout out to the coach game man i'm gonna get up out of here and uh we'll be back let me make sure i got it oh desmond did i get it i did get it okay look man we out of here brothers i gotta go get some food and of course we're gonna have some fun tonight it's been a while and we out of here hit the like button on the way out peace